up, folks? Welcome to Dabbling and Dribbling with Brian Alex. Hey. So let's get right into it, into our dabbling portion of uh, yes, let's the uh, the podcast. Um, so one of the things I wanted to talk about because it's important to talk about these things um, is uh, Beyonce's lips. What about Beyonce's lips? <laughs> So there's been a lot of, you know, as I'm sure you and mo- many of our friends know, uh, Beyonce is pregnant. <gasps> Shut up, I hate you. <laughs> Yay. Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> with twins. With, yes. with two babies. To, yes, with two babies. Um, she revealed it um, during a time where I felt like the world really needed some happiness. Mm-hmm. It was like post 45 getting inaugurated and we were just feel in our feelings about a lot of things of this world and Beyonce was like hold up guys let me let me tell you something that photo of her mm-hmm. we did we talk about that no, no we didn't we talk, about talk about that about that was shout out to uh Iwal Arisku the yeah. artist who mm-hmm. took the photo of her with a lovely uh floral background yes it's very well done very well done she looked stunning um and then we find out that she has twins and it's like we're all like our brains are breaking because she, you know, Beyonce likes to give hints at things. Um, and so she did give hints that there was maybe something too related in her life. But anyway, um, so she is super pregnant, which like is expe- <laughs> like, you know, kind of happens when um, when you have twins. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's been a lot of thought or. There's been a lot of a lot of people being like, "Yo, what's going on with Beyonce's lips?" Because her lips have gotten significantly bigger. Like they've definitely very full. They're very full. Yeah. Um, and you know, people are like, "Oh, she's putting lip injections and blah blah blah. How can she do that? She's pregnant and all this other again BS." Um, and normally, I'm don't really care what people do with their bodies because it's their bodies. They can do whatever they want. Hmm. But, like, people are being very critical of, like, how big her lips are. Mm. And um, and Beyonce, hearing all of this, is also, like, gives zero Fs I, about I, any of this. I cannot be bothered. Yeah, she's like, I have two babies growing in, inside of me. So, like, <laughs> y'all can feel whatever you want to feel. Um, in response to a lot of these people's reactions, she posted a picture of herself in a white shirt. I think it's, like, maybe like 20 bucks mm-hmm. like the shirt it says preggers and it's just like a the the profile of the picture is just the the t-shirt and like her lips like it's just like that yes. aspect of her it's yeah, like I her, saw the like the chest to her like nose and she just just didn't care mm-hmm. her publicist um Yvette Noel Shore um was not having it um she um is a boss and I want to specifically read her her statement <clears throat> to the world. Um, so she say, she states, what do you know about the effects of pregnancy on a woman's entire body? Did you know that in addition to weight gain, there is often a dramatic change in the blood flow in the system and increased fluids causing swelling? I did not know that. Do you know that often women's gums get swollen? Do you know that it sometimes Ooh. affects our speech, our ability to chew intently, and a host of other things? Oh my goodness. Right? Right? Why would women do this? Okay, she, she continues. Because she, she's continuing to answer that question for you. Go on. The sacrifice to our faces, our feet, and our entire bodies is something we welcome because we bring beautiful humans into the world who will one day combat your hate and negativity. Oh, that's your reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, humans... Because we love our humans, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, 
I stood silent during uh, Beyonce's first pregnancy when you thought it was okay to bully her like the coward you are when you accused her of never being pregnant, but I simply cannot this time. Mm. Uh, she basically continues saying that there were sad individuals, like, how freaking dare you? Yeah. Um, and you need to find if you need to find something else to do with your time, and maybe stop by a store that has happiness on sale because you need to buy some. What they told him to go to the happiness store. <laughs> yep. Go to the happiness <laughs> store. Go to the happiness <laughs> store. It's like and get some happiness because you need some. That reminds me of the Seinfeld episode where he tells him to go to the jerk store. <laughs> well, go, the jerk store is running out of you. <laughs> But, Good job, publicist. All right. Right. And so, like, and Beyonce is, like, notoriously known for, like, not commenting or having her team comment on she's anything. pretty private. Super private. You know, people still talk about the elevator, and she's like, I'm not going to say anything, but I'll put it in my song. Oh, you know, and, like, make millions of dollars Google on it. that if you don't know what that is. <laughs> right. If you don't know what that is, you're probably living under a rock. But I talk about this because I think, as a woman myself policing of my body has happened my entire life mm. culturally socially etc cetera, etc cetera. and i just find it like mind-boggling that this is like we're even having this conversation and to be fa- to be fair like when you have a segment segment second pregnancy mm-hmm. um i know more things happen to your body like you just get bigger you just everything is just it's just miserable. I don't know how she's doing it. I mean, she was recently at a Clippers game during the first mm-hmm. round of the playoffs, eating <laughs> chips from her bag. It was only the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> it was only the first round of the playoffs. Sorry, you can, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> and, you know, they're having fun watching the Clippers game, and but you, I, she just looks miserable. I mean, she looks fabulous. Yeah, But she also course. looks like pregnant with freaking twins. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks swollen. I heard, saw her at some other events, and mm-hmm. she was with other beautiful ladies, mm-hmm. brown ladies, mm-hmm. and, and at this event, I think it was at a museum, or maybe it was at the uh, Met Gala? No, she was at, it was, I know what, what you're talking about, it was at the wear art uh, thing that her mom did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, yes, super pregnant, mm-hmm. um, but... Still stunning. So stunning, and taking a step back in the photos, not trying to be, like, mm-hmm. upfront personal, she was right. there for her mom, right. and to, like show face and really enjoying the celebration of the moment right. but she really was not like she wasn't a celebrity mom who was putting her pregnancy on blast you can just tell like Beyonce's nature is one that she would much rather keep her personal life right. to herself I can't even imagine like I know how uncomfortable I feel when I have a food baby when I just eat too much food yes and just like how uncomfortable and like ugh, I well, feel that's what I compare pregnancy to. Right, because, you know, that is the exact same thing. When I've had too much <laughs> noodles. Too much noodles. Mm-hmm. Rice. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is what women feel like, right? Right, all the time. <laughs> well, Tell me. No, okay, but I'll say this. Um, I mean, that is... To, I, the people, to the people who thought Beyonce was getting lip injections, mm-hmm. fair enough. If you don't know a lot about pregnancy, sure. which I before this, yeah, I didn't know about a pregnancy, but her lips do look like, okay, I could see why you would think, because they're noticeably fuller right. than they would be uh, any other time that we've seen her. But I'm glad that this has raised this important issue for women in mm-hmm. society, because men just don't... 
men and some women alike who have not been pregnant before just don't know what happens to a woman's body. And thank you, Beyonce, again (laughs) for educating us and waking us up to first it was race and now it's like gender issues. And Beyonce is quickly becoming... Dare I say the Mother Teresa of our time. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say that exactly, but, I, you know. I, I stretched a little bit, but yeah. I think we're in a phase where Beyonce is becoming an educator for the common yeah. good. And, I, and, you know, she's also done a lot of cool things recently, too. Uh, at the one-year mark of formation, she did... Um, not only not only this amazing vinyl set that costs like $300 with a lot of other things in there that I kind of want to buy and I might buy. What's in the vinyl set? It, so there's it's a vinyl set of like all of formation, like her, like oh. that. And it's like 600 pictures of like... That's a lot of pictures. It's like a lot of things, like 600 pages of pictures of various... Oh. Yeah, it's like, it's very awesome. It's supposed to be like $300. But you can also buy the vinyl set like separately. Um, so you can almost buy two of those before... Lonzo Ball's new shoe. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. If you don't know what we're talking about, if you don't know who Lonzo Ball is, listen to our previous episode. Last episode. (laughs) Or, you know, just like Google it because everyone's ripping at him. Um, But yeah, no, it's it's pretty cool to see. And then she also has done um, a uh, scholarship for women who are studying... um, various forms of art and African culture and, and black culture oh, and things cool. like that, which is really cool. And she's doing four for, I think, the New School, mm-hmm. an HBCU, and something else. Like Again, like she's doing it for four different schools, and it's super cool that she's doing that. But yeah. um, but back to the policing of, of women's bodies. If you know people can just stop doing that, that'd be great. Like, let, let the women do what they want to do. You want men to stop... <coughs> I know I want people, period. Well, yeah, men Because women, women do it to each other, too. Like, That's men true. do it a lot. Okay. But I do it to other women, and I need to stop doing that. Like, I'm not immune to this. But, hmm. like, when I see someone, why, do, why am I saying that, like, oh, they need to gain more weight or lose more weight or get, you know, a breast reduction or you know, whatever. All these little judgments we make right. on a day-to-day. Yeah. Right. And we do it all the time. So... People, uh, it's yeah, just, people do that all the time. Right. And I just keep on thinking about because I'm also seeing it a lot more... Like, I'm more cognizant of it more. I think I've always dealt with it my whole life, but I'm, like, cognizant of it a lot more. Hey. Yeah. Shout out to Beyonce. Yeah. Doing your thing. Doing her thing. Love it. Anything else you want to dabble about? Mm. What do we... Do you want to talk about the Biebs? Oh, God. All right. You sent this to me, and I, I looked into it a little bit, and I thought, <laughs> well, you know, that's an interesting... Um, cultural collision happening. Yeah. You haven't seen something like that since like Jay Z and Linkin Park. This is like that's not even a fair comparison. No, it isn't a fair I would comparison. <laughs> it is absolutely not a fair comparison. I was comparison. thinking of collision course. Good choice, Jay Z. You were always a marketing genius. Um, but Bieber decided to go to <coughs> India, right? Um, and he had an obs- like his rider from what I've read was like ridiculous of like what he wanted. Um, he wanted a masseuse from Kerala, so from my mother country. Uh, that's cool. A female masseuse from Kerala, specifically. Oh, well, yeah. Because, uh, you know. He's, he's Biebs. He's Biebs. Um, so outside of his rider and, like, being obnoxiously, uh, like, how he crazy wanted some it was. Bent- he had two Bentleys he wanted? Yeah, he wanted two Bentleys, and he wanted, like, some party bus for his entourage. He wanted, like, a whole wing of the whole hotel. I mean, it was... That list of things yeah. made me... I knew Bieber was rich. Oh yeah, he's the level of rich. wealth <laughs> that he had. Like the the things on the list, I couldn't even conceive of how much money was required just to make that happen. Yeah, 
like, nuts. That's that. I have to assume that's te- uh, teetering near like five hundred million dollars for all of these things. Oh, I remember, I, like or numbers, more. Numbers don't even mean anything yeah. to me when I look at that list. I'm like, what? <laughs> How? What does that even cost? Like, <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, he went to India I, this past weekend or this past week or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and it's a big deal because you know there there are obviously artists that go to India specifically to Mumbai where he went. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to perform and do amazing things. And, you know, Desi folks, we love our music and we incorporate a lot of hip hop, pop, um, R&B and soul into our music too, as, as, as far as Hindi music or any specific like cultural music as well. I think mm-hmm. we do incorporate that and fuse those, th- those things in, uh, kind of fusing the East and West piece. Um, but apparently, so I was reading the reviews today because it kind of came out, um, and it was scathing, scathing. People were just not having it. So these people like flew from all over India, all over kind of like, South Asia, Southeast Asia in general, to see Justin Bieber perform live. Mm-hmm. They go there, and the boy is just lip syncing the whole thing, which I, w- I would have expected, to be honest. Like, okay, you lip sync most of it, fair, yeah. fine, whatever. Really? I mean, if you're doing the dancing and the things that you're doing, you are lip syncing. He does that at his concerts normally? Even I in think the he States? does. I mean, Beyonce does a little bit of lip syncing too. Okay. I mean, that, I mean, it's they, fair they, they, they were, okay. They I just were, need to hear you say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to, I mean, Beyonce isn't perfect, but like, she's pretty darn close to it. But yeah. she also like records like what her live is, her live voice is going to sound like. And she, that's what's playing. And she sings on top of that and does her own runs and things like that Interesting. too. Interesting. Okay. It's, it's a whole sound system thing that people do. Okay. So anyway. Uh, so he's lip syncing. So people are really pissed. At, and it wasn't just that he was lip syncing. He was lip syncing badly. He wasn't even trying. He wasn't trying. <sighs> so that doesn't help, right? So that like it's one thing if you're lip syncing, but like at least give it some effort that you're he, like. He was a little off with the baby. Yeah. Baby, <laughs> it was just like slightly askew. Yeah, it was a it was even, like a millisecond off. He was yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so that was like a thing, um, and then apparently his energy was super low. So like he's also dancing, and he's he is a really good dancer. Like he has yes. some skill. And the dude apparently was just not, like, into it, really, and, like, was just very low energy. So bad lip-syncing, bad choreography slash energy. Apparently he had a little bit more energy towards the end because he was, um, you know, he was done, so I'm sure he had a little bit more energy. All right, saved it up for this. Here we go. <laughs> All for y'all. Home stretch. Uh, how many how many shows did he do out there? I think he only did one. Just He just did that all one. that for one? Yeah, I think it's just for the one. I, I don't know if there were more, but... Um, whether he had, whether it was like a weekend show or whatever, this was a consistent thing that people were saying, and not just like commoners in India. We're talking about like celebrities and people who are like verified on Twitter are yeah. like, "What the hell was this? What do we pay for?" Yeah, and you know it was incredibly, apparently, incredibly disorganized. People were saying like when Wiz Khalifa was in India was like much more organized and better um, than what Bieber did. So, just the, all right, just not great. Here's the thing about. Uh, oh, star celebrity like that. Mm-hmm. He has gotten to the point where he's got enough followers and fans that he just degaff. Me- yeah, like mediocrity is totally okay. It's totally fine for yeah. this group of people. Because here's, but my issue is this: a this is a country of a billion people. Yeah, and and rising. Like a, we were, we were a billion. Never ending. <laughs> we were a billion like ten years ago. <laughs> right. This this country has so many potential fans. If right. you just do. One, one good, good show. show. 
you, a you, billion more followers. People will look at you like that is Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like that is our guy. He is young. He is talented. And he Michael dance. Jackson is still a huge Beloved. deal, and and like yeah, it, not just in India, but just all over the world. Yeah, people right? would make comparisons to him globally. And people, yeah, and people. Anyway, to some extent, yeah, do still do. Some people do, but you hurt your your uh, your legacy by doing something by like that. By doing mediocrity. Like now, that. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, play devil's advocate oh, for God. Mr. Bieber because I right. feel like he's not here to defend himself. He sure isn't. So I'm gonna go ahead and do it for him. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right. Be be uh, you know barely 21 year old white boy. Go ahead. So that was Wrigley. Sorry, Wrigley? y'all. Why is he? He's protecting us. It's because I. The kettle. I closed the little lid for oh, it. It's, I thought he didn't like the Bieber defense. No, um, he might not. <laughs> so, uh, I've been to India. For he's really he's like you are off to a bad start. <laughs> like, Stop saying. I want to hear how many Indian friends you have. <laughs> all right, it don't matter. Wrigley, Wrigley. I'm gonna try to tread this carefully. So, all right, Bieber. Has never been to India, I assume. Possibly. So this young man who is used to a certain lifestyle now mm-hmm. of like the Calvin Klein underwear ads and this posh life that he's accrued for himself mm-hmm. goes to a country that is so vastly different mm-hmm. than what we do here. The things that he's asking for, like Bentleys and these jets and whatever, mm-hmm. I'm just like... He, the masseuse, mm-hmm. I'm feeling like he thinks it's some kind of exotic movie set in his mind. Mm-hmm. Like, he only knows of what he's seen on TV. Wrigley hates what you're saying. Yeah. He keeps on barking at you. Hey, I have no... <laughs> I don't like what I'm saying either. But I think Bieber probably underestimated, like, the realness of India. And the people there are... Like, I've had... I had nothing but great experiences there. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed... Mumbai is one of my favorite cities. Mm-hmm. I might even retire there one day as an older yes. statesman. I might say, you know what? Expat me can go to India and be very comfortable there. I like the people, the food, the music. Right. Seem nice. You go there, though, and if you're only there for, what, a week he was there? Maybe or a weekend. I don't know. If you've never been to India and you're there for a week, his energy might be low because, one, jet lag, sure. Sure. But, two... India's just a different kind of system of transportation and communication, and the culture shock may have exhausted him. He had a helicopter to take him from the hotel to the place that he was performing. So, yeah, no. I mean, I'm just saying his eyes were probably taking in a whole new set of things that he wasn't sure. used to, and his brain also, might have been, like, fatigued. I also don't think that he really immersed himself in the culture anyway. No, he doesn't care about that. Right, and so, he just like... wants to do the show, but the show in L.A. and New York and across the United States is very easy to do. And you go to India, and you gotta see all this diversity of everything. Not just diversity right. of some things. Diversity of everything. Right. And it took me a month. To get really used to India, and then the next month I was there, I loved it. Right. I adored it. I didn't hate it to begin with, but it was right. definitely It takes a an shock. adjustment. Yeah, I think for a week, but he's probably like, what the hell am I... No, but I, I the only reason why I think your devil's advocacy is stupid... Which I do think is stupid, but <laughs> is, I'm just saying... But he's traveled the world before, and he's been to other countries before. Like, yes, India is a different country, but he's... 
clearly like living still as though he's in America. Like anywhere he goes, he's yeah. living in a way that doesn't make him feel very uncomfortable. Do you think he underperformed because? Because I think he was the, probably a little high or drunk. To uh, be honest. Really. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, we'll, we'll use that explanation. I mean, I, was gonna I, say, mean, I don't know if that's maybe, the case, but I just like I just think he just, he's, he degaffed. He doesn't care. My, my, my biggest fear is that he thought less of the um, audience because it's not and his mainstream sad. audience. And like, I would hope that's not it. Yeah. But also, if you're a professional, uh, if you, even if you were drunk and high, mm-hmm. why would you do that before an audience that you really cared about? Because you don't give a... You just, you just. I mean, don't does give, he does he do that he in his shows now? I don't know. I just thought it was funny that he expected so much from his his um, his writer of like what he wanted mm-hmm. and, and things like that, and he performed as poorly as he did. I didn't think I didn't find it funny. I just found it like interesting that you're demanding all these things, but you yourself are not performing to your up to your demands. I would have to see the show for myself to yeah. know what other people were saying, but hey man, if you're gonna ask for a writer of that size, you're gonna write a check that big. Right. You gotta you cash it on stage, man. Right. Or cash it, you know. You know, we have we have uh, lots of people in basketball, specifically one father who likes sure. to cash a lot of checks, but Hey. You know. Big ballers. Big baller brand. <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored by Big Baller Brand. At we all. do not endorse or condone any of the sales tactics Ugh. and marketing. Of Just ever said since brand. we talked about that, I feel like I hear about his him even more. I don't know if I'm just, like, more cognizant of it, because I've told well, you in the past I just, like, turn it off or change the channel or just flip to another video. I'm just like, what you, eh. What you sent me on Instagram, not to go too far into the weeds, but just, like, <laughs> the question they asked the father was, LB, they asked him, well, Jordan didn't come in the league price in his shoe at 490 dollars He still doesn't. And he, he still does it, but he was like, uh... Well, Jordan never came into the brand into the league with his own brand of shoe. To which <laughs> I just he, uh, I'm pretty sure he did. Did he? He came in with the Nike Air Jordan 1. Like it had the Air Jordan symbol on the shoe. Right. And they asked him, Tinker Hatfield designed it, mm-hmm. and he's in the the Nike lab with Tinker and he's like, "This is the shoe." And Tinker's like, "Yeah, it's this bl- classic black and red." Silhouette, mm-hmm. and it got banned by the league because it was too much color. Everybody was wearing black or white shoes. Right, right. This was breaking convention. You can't bring that into the league. So that's why the like uh, it got banned. And Jordan goes, "I can't wear this shoe, not because the league banned it, right. but I'm morally opposed to this shoe." And Tinker's like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Well, black and red are the devil's colors." <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then I don't know if you know this, Michael, but you got drafted to the Chicago Bulls. Who has a bull who is just like, just you know. Black and red. Black and red and very. Um, it's got horns on it. Horns and, you know, <laughs> lots of fuming coming from his nose and ears. But, uh, That's but so funny. Jordan, Jordan came in the league with his own shoe, Mr. Ball. So I don't know. And so did LeBron. And so did LBJ. And your son is. I don't know if he comes in with that much hype, but we'll find uh, out. We'll, we'll find, find out. We'll find. And I wonder how, uh, where he's going to get drafted. But anyway, um, anything else you want to add to the dabbling portion of um, our of our one of last, our segment? One last thing. This is this is the part where it's. 
I can believe Bieber. You okay? can believe Bieber. I can believe. Okay, you can believe. Oh, wow. I believe Beyonce with every fiber of my being. I'm into it. I cannot believe what 45 has done this week. I don't want to say much about it, but can we talk about James Comey, director of the FBI, being fired after three years of a 10-year term? Uh. I don't. We're at the point now where our administration has become, it's not even, it's like, I'm shocked, I'm not shocked that he was canned. Right. What I'm most surprised by. Right. You're, if you make this decision as an administration, you have to anticipate some questions. there's going to be some questions and some blowback. 100%. How? Not even blowback, just questions. Just questions. Answer. Answer just, the just, questions. Can I pose a query? <laughs> this administration thought, oh, everyone's going to love this decision. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then the fact that Trump was surprised, like, wait, what, I have to explain myself for this? Did you read the letter that, like... Yes. Notice. It's, yes. It sounded like a fifth grader wrote that letter. He was like, thank you for telling me I'm not under investigation for the Russia hacking for the last three times. You've assured me this, but I'm just, I don't have confidence in you to leave this bureau. How are you going to tell us it's not about the rushing, Russian hacking and then put that in the letter? It's about Clinton. Allegedly, right. it's about how, how he, handled he handled Clinton. Which some will argue probably helped you win. On top Everyone. of on top of a lot of other things Hillary could have done better, yeah. but like yes. And then he commended Comey on that decision to follow up on mm-hmm. the Hillary investigation the way he did. So he praised him. He's like, Yeah, thanks for following up. That was a bold move. It took a lot of guts for you to do that. And then later he's Girl, like bye. How can I fire this guy? And so allegedly he, he talked to um uh, the guy who looks like an elf. In his administration. The attorney general. Sure. Yeah. D- Department of Justice. Yeah. I, I mean, they're all... Name. But he... It, the Keebler elf. <laughs> yeah, just search Keebler elf Trump administration. Keebler? <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> he comes in. He's like... Uh, 45's like, how do I fire this guy? And he goes, well, you, 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 we could look at this or we could look at that. And then they came up with the Clinton Jeff decision. Sessions. Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions. Jeff... Jay Sesh. Jay Sesh and his... Um, Deputy. Yeah. This is just... best recommendation. Just, but how are you going to do this right on the heels of... Supposedly, Comey came in and said, I need more resources for the Russia investigation. Supposedly. Mm-hmm. The, the department said that that's what, not true. Okay. Whatever. But we do know subpoenas, subpoenas were hand... Did I say subpoenas? <laughs> subpoenas were hand... on the brain? Every The... Subpoenas were handed out to Mike Flynn's, um, what do you call it, constituents? Mm-hmm. His uh, people who were staffers. Yeah, his staffers. His yeah. staffers. They were like, all right, we need you to offer up some information and we want you in court. You know, that's what's going to happen. And so this, they wanted this thing to go away so quickly. They and just the thing is, it, it didn't help when you have other congressional hearings happening at the same time. Sally. Yeah, with Sally Yates happening. Um and she she did a really good job. She was really calm and collected. She has that like little southern twang in her in her voice. Yeah. So when people were trying to, you know, do a like quick move on her as far as the questions they were asking, she, she was, was agile. She was just like, 
okay, yes, I did say that, but that is not what I said also. Like, yeah. it was just very... The southern would, twang of it made it... Sound so sweet. It made it sound sweet yeah. when she was really but just she backhanding was, She you. was just whooping your butt. Yeah. She's a, uh, she's a sharp one. And she knew she was... Her days were numbered as soon as 45 I mean, took off. Yeah, and she... And she opposed the travel a super, van. Yeah, opposed the travel van, told folks not to, you know, pursue mm-hmm. with it, and was, you know, fired. For yeah. that reason, and for various other reasons, too. How quickly he fires people, it astounds me. Yeah, he said he was going to fire, uh, what's-his-face, um, Comey, even before... Right. Like, he's, I was always going to do it. I'm just like, you were? Yeah, no. It's just... The timing is really bad. I don't want... Like, I personally don't want this podcast to be this political podcast, sure. but this sure. is... It, it is just every mm-hmm. week he's doing something stupid, and I just... Ugh. It's 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 just noting that we have to be so much more vigilant yeah. that our administration thinks we're just not watching and we won't do anything about these things. I'm just saying, calling a senator about the health care bill, yeah. doing any way any way you can to be politically active at this time, I think it's It only important. takes a few minutes, too. I did. I, I called my senator, I called my congressman, and I called... My representative within within like a fifteen minute period. As long as I have the numbers, you're See good that? to go. See that? That's a lunch it doesn't break. take. And that's not even a lunch. That's break. not even a lunch break. Thanks to my sister, who was like, "Chitch, you should do this." Mm-hmm. She, she calls me Chitch, which means like older sister in our yeah. language. But uh, she's like, "You should do this," and I was like, "I should do that." I just I can <coughs> I can believe a lot of things. I have a hard time believing the excuses that are being given out right now about this. Sean Spicer's like chilling out in bushes, hiding. No, he was like, he wasn't hiding in bushes. He was among the bushes. He was among the bushes. He was <laughs> one with the bushes. Yeah. He, he was in his fern gulliness, just <laughs> soaking in nature, um, so he would not have to answer questions from reporters. But anyway, we got our eyes on this thing, and you know, next week I can only <coughs> assume that Mike Pence will be fired for beating him in a game of Monopoly. Like I don't. Know. <laughs> At this point. It, that's a possibility. I don't I have no. I have no reason to think otherwise that that could not happen. It's just so. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But that's all I have uh, on my dabbling session. Yeah, that same here. I just stop policing women. Bieber, get it together. Forty five, get it together. This is the get it together <laughs> section. This is the get it together section. Yeah. All right. So now that we are done with our dabbling portion. Nice and short and to the point. I liked I liked our little dabbling portion. Let's get into uh, the dribbling portion of our of our uh, podcast. We're still in the NBA playoffs. This Are is we? happening. This Are is we? this is the thing. Uh, it's, it's tis this tis the season. Seems to always end this way. Mm-hmm. Seems these these teams they <laughs> have a fun time of it during the year and then they just get all like competitive at the end. Yeah. This this winning mentality. Um, yeah. They. Are in the thicket of it. We're down to um, just four matchups happening. One just finished. Um, two, two just finished. finished. But before we get to that, uh, you know what's right around the corner? I do. We they start handing out hardware like Home yeah. Depot. Yep. We start giving out awards, and so we talked a little bit about one award earlier yes. on one of our first podcasts, the MVP award. Right. But there's a slew of others. So I thought let's just go through. <coughs> 
<clears throat> what we yes. can expect around the corner. Right. And uh, make some predictions, okay. and then we'll see uh, how close we are to what the judges score yeah. later on, right? Let's do this. So uh, first, uh, and I should say this, these awards are chosen through votes within the media. Right. And they take some input by player mm-hmm. uh, voting mm-hmm. but in the fans, but the majority of all of this is voted on by the media. So technically we should be, because we are not part of the media, we should be voting. Did you not get your envelope in the mail? I did not. Is it because I'm a girl? It might be yeah, because I'm th- a girl. I think you needed to check a different box. Okay. Because I got... Next, next year, I'll check the mailbox. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Um... So anyway, the MVP award. All right, we, we we've talked about that. We're yeah. pretty much in. Cons- I'm definitely in consensus now that Russell Westbrook. Yeah, because currently James Harden, another contender for the MVP, is doing terribly. Beyond behind us is uh, the fourth quarter of what is this game six? This is game six. Rockets and Spurs, and I checked the box score. That is. Those MVP numbers don't look yeah, solid. Yeah, he does not look great. And it's, he's had a great year, but um, he's had an outstanding statistics mm-hmm. all through the regular season. But Russell Westbrook is such a demon. We're all in agreement. That's where that's going. Yep. So, and then Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Who are the... Who are the? We have some nominees, but it comes down to the two big ones that everyone's saying. Mm-hmm. We're either talking about Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. San Antonio Spurs, or Draymond Green. Of your Golden State Warriors, not your Golden I was State say, Warriors. He's not not my no, Golden State Warriors. No, the Golden State Warriors. So here are my thoughts. Lay it out. Um, I hope Kawhi gets it. Mm-hmm. Because I want him to get it. Okay. I think he's a more deserving player to get that. Bear in mind, Kawhi has won the last two years. Right. In a row. Yeah, he's so, no unquestionably right. great defensive player. Yeah, great defensive player. I think you should get it. Okay. I just don't want to give anything to Draymond Green. At all. What are your feelings toward Draymond Green? I just he just talks too much, and sometimes I just need him to shut his mouth <laughs> and just, you know. And I know this is specifically about his skills on the court. Yes, he's a great defensive player. We're talking I'm, about skill sets, right? And, and contributions. I can, and and he has definitely contributed. Yes. Um, but uh, he just has such an ugly personality. I just don't want to give him any hardware. He's, and you know, if he might get it at the end of the day, and fine whatever but I I think Kawhi is more deserving I think he would be more I think he would be grateful for it without letting it get to his head whereas I think Draymond would be grateful for it and let it get to his head and use it for the next year to talk about his defense and other things about you know Draymond groining everywhere because that's his good defensive move Draymond groin. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll, but we'll, anyway. actually, we'll touch on that. But, um, I, but from what a lot of people are saying, Draymond has had an exceptional defensive year, averaging the most steals in the league, mm-hmm. two, a little over two. Um, John Wall and Chris Paul were like right behind that. Um, <coughs> and then he makes big time blocks when it matters. Yeah, totally. And I, I, I again, I'm not saying he doesn't do yeah. those things. I just don't want to give it to him. Him, and, him as a player. I would love to have him on it, my team. Him as a person, I... I don't want him anywhere near my team. Like, would I, you he rather... He would irritate me as a, as a person. People compared... Well, people recently compared him to Charles Barkley. And he's oh, ha- can, he was I having... I see that. The disrespect in his tone <laughs> was so apparent. It was like, no, I don't want to be compared to Charles. Like, the trash-talking comparison? No, I grew up trash-talking. That's what you did on my courts. I don't... 
no disrespect to Chuck, but no, I am not Charles Ew. Barkley. He was very much ambivalent toward the idea. But some usually, people, when you're compared to like a legend like Chuck, yeah, just just take the, even if yeah. you don't like the idea, take Chuck's, the compliment, keep it moving. Because he's also undersized, like Charles Barkley was. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where people were kind of drawn the the comparison. But uh, people also compare him to Dennis Rodman. Nope. Would you? Would you... Okay, now Michael Jordan never talked to Dennis Rodman on the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, that is correct. That is... That is Rodman's claim, and Michael does not refute that. Right. <laughs> so Michael doesn't really talk about it. He's just kind of like, okay, I'm still making my millions. I'm right. doing my thing. <laughs> would you rather have a Dennis Rodman who just rebounds out of his mind, defensive juggernaut, uh-huh. but he's a little bit off-center, and he's a liability... At most, sure. or have a liability in a Draymond Green who can can get on the plan team wise and really takes his craft seriously, but says some of the most asinine things. So you're t- you're going to get a very biased response from me. I and would expect nothing my, less. I, mean, I know, you know what, what you're my gonna answer say. is going to be. I know what you're going to say. Go I ahead. I will take the liability of Dennis Rodman one thousand percent over Draymond Green. He's partying in Vegas. The 12 hours before your game six with the Utah Jazz in the finals. I'm you sorry, don't care. I don't care. Okay. Because your rebound is... I can. I, I know what you're going to produce. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I would have said Dennis Rodman just because of the dyed hair and the uh, <laughs> wedding dresses that mm-hmm. he would be wearing. Lovely. Because I just think it adds flavor to the whole thing. I think it. Yeah. I just, I just think attitude is everything, and I just... I don't like to... to again, this is incredibly... <clears throat> I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's irrational or, I don't. It's not very. Maybe it is a little rational, but like, I don't want to. I don't want to give him any accolade for something for being a jackass. Like I, he's like not a. Like mm. there's things he has said and have said that I'm just kind of like. Just shut your mouth. Like yeah. you can. Yeah. And you're, the thing is, this and we've said this before. Like there are players who have you know, talked about their beliefs and, like, what they think and, like, why should they be saying these things? Yeah. And, like, they have a platform. Draymond Green, you have a platform. There are lots of people looking up to you. Not just physically because you're, you know, a taller guy. But not that much, but, like... Yeah, he's, like, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, but, I mean, he's... I mean, everyone's taller than me, but... Um, That's true. This is very true. <laughs> um, but, you know, people are looking up to you. There's young, impressionable people out there that look at this game... And when you say things that are disrespectful and rude like that, I just can't. Defensive player Kawhi Leonard. That's my final answer. I hope it's Kawhi. I have a feeling they're going to get to Draymond, but I, I would love for and Kawhi. And I get it. Again. Giving it to Draymond makes sense, but I don't want to give it to him. All right. Because I'm going to be petty like that. Fair enough. Other people are being petty. P-E to the T-T-Y. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's go to sixth man mm-hmm. nominations. So these are the people who come off the bench. They're not starting, right? right. And they come in and they do work. They, they yeah. give a contribution. The, the top brass, there's a lot of people up for it this year, but mm-hmm. the main ones people are looking at, I'm hearing Harrison Barnes, mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas of the Celtics, and then Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks. Isaiah's not... Isaiah Thomas of the... What did I say? Celtics? Yeah. Yeah, Celtics. I thought he was a starter, though. Why did I think he oh, was? Oh, sorry. I'm looking at the most improved. You're looking at most improved. I was going to say, like, that's All of not those right. people start. I was going to say, All like, All of those not, people start. Yeah, so like, like I, said, I don't think like you're said, right in this. Let's go with I'm the like, most improved. I'm like, Isaiah's not. Let's go with the most improved. 
Who's the most We need to edit this crap. <laughs> it's okay. Keep it going. Keep it going. Harrison Barnes uh, had an outstanding year from the Golden State Warriors, formerly a key role player, moved to the Dallas Mavericks, a bold choice. Right. And they have not been the greatest team this year, but yeah. Harrison Barnes has really stepped into a leader role that used to be occupied mostly by Dirk Nowitzki. Um, and then Isaiah Thomas in the year he's had with the Celtics. We'll talk about him later. And then Giannis with the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, the guy, the Greek freak is, like, otherworldly, and people are saying he's the next coming of LeBron James next year. Really? I did not hear that. He's, averaging, he's averaging numbers that are <coughs> right close to that, mm-hmm. and I think it's, like, 19 or 20 points a game he was averaging this year. Next year, if he takes that confidence boost... Mm-hmm. He could be in the, like, 27, 28-point range and just skyrocket. Oh, wow. So he, he does a lot for his team. And he's young, too. Very young. What do you think? I think he's going to be Isaiah Thomas. I think he's he has put in the work, and it's very well known now that he and Kobe Bryant are talking quite a bit and, like, kind of working through stuff. And mm-hmm. um, He's a student of he's the a, game. Yeah, he's a student of the game. Kobe is um, clearly, like, going through game tape with him and... Mm-hmm. I think the connection for them happened when his sister died is what my understanding is. It might have happened earlier. Um, Kobe has said that, you know, he's always out there. He's like, I'm out there for anyone who wants yeah. who wants the advice. He's become an educator. Right. And Isaiah has taken him up on it. And I think it's it's showing at least what I've seen, in, at mm-hmm. least in the playoffs. Guts. It is just, I just recently realized that he was 5'9". He's shorter than Iverson. Right, and I was like... He's shorter than me. <laughs> wow. I just he realized is. that he is shorter than you. He's really... Will you see what are him? you doing with your life, Alex? Uh, <laughs> James Comey's 6'8". He's not playing ball. This, He's just uh, getting fired from his jobs. Anyway. <laughs> when I see... when I, there need, Anyway, uh, I'll save that joke for another time. Um, Isaiah, when he does interviews mm-hmm. with, like, Doris Burke yeah. and people on the sidelines, he's eye-to-eye with those right. reporters. Right, I know. I, I, you know, it just didn't, like, register to me mm-hmm. until I saw it, like... And I and you know this, and and, and people who know me know this. I'm, like, really bad figuring out how, how tall people That's are. That's true. Because everybody <laughs> is taller than me. I'm 5'2 and 3 quarters. I proudly like to say I'm 5'3". Um, whatever. It's adorable. Yeah, no, I know. I, <laughs> it's, you know, sure. I can wear cute heels and, like, still be shorter than everybody. <laughs> Who was it? Who said they thought I was six four? I'm five eleven. Right. Someone said, Alex, what are you like? You're like six four, right? I've never said that. <laughs> about you. Someone said that. They're a sh- they're a shorter never. person on the shorter side, <laughs> on the wee side, and they yeah. were like, you're like six four, right? I was like, your they- depth perception. <laughs> My depth perception is good. Something. I just don't. Yeah, sure. You know, maybe yeah. it's a metric system slash. I mean, whatever. That must um, be it. Uh, that must be it. But you think Isaiah Thomas has done just, the work, and I just think he's done the work, and I think he is. He will continue to do the work, and I think he has significantly improved from what he was even last season. He's a monster out yeah. there. He goes into the trees down there in the paint with no fear. His hops are crazy too. Yeah, has he dunked in the playoffs? I have, I don't think I've seen him dunk. I haven't in the seen playoffs. him dunk, but he. But just rebounding in the way he, he layups aggressively. Aggressively. Very well. Who cares, man? I, I would go with... He has with, a beautiful family. Mm-hmm. That's true, too. His... Yo, his, he his lost wife. a tooth, but his smile now... It's I mean, so it came back. It's so... He has such a good smile. You ask him a question, he's... I'll tell you what. I feel like he's got this side of him that is a little bit rascally. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's, he's up to no good. I feel like he's had to be because he was, like, 5'9". Yeah. Like, he's, he's been the shorter guy probably his whole life. Yeah. <laughs> and you ask him questions, and he just puts on this smile and gives you this, like, this crafty, clever answer. <laughs> and you're like, this guy here, he knows what's up. Something's going on in his brain. I like Isaiah. I think Giannis is just as deserving. I can see that. But... Isaiah took his team to the number one seed in the East. Yeah, it's be, honestly because of him. I think yeah. he's he, they got there. Oh so. yeah, and they totally. buy into his leadership a lot. So mm-hmm. I, I can go with that. All right, now now uh, the sixth for man. real sixth man. <laughs> there are two people yeah. uh, that I think you could three. You could name three people who I think are probably the most in contention. So mm-hmm. Eric Gordon of the Houston Rockets, mm-hmm. Lou Williams. Who played half the year with the Lakers and half the year with the Rockets. Mm-hmm. And then Andre Iguodala, right Iggy. He's right there. Sorry, we're watching the game, too. There are three minutes left in this Spurs-Rockets game, and it does not look good. And it just it looks like James Harden is getting... He's going on the bench. He looks Dang. like... He, man, James, what happened? Something... Something's we'll, up with we'll, him. We'll talk about it. We'll, we'll go, talk about we'll it. We'll go into it. All right, let's go into this. All right, so we got we got Eric... Lou and Iggy, who who do you think? I think it's gonna be Iggy. Why? You think Iggy? Yeah. Uh, dang, but Lou Williams though. Lou Williams was fired. This yeah. Year. It's. I think it's between the both of them. I don't know. People are saying Eric is Eric Gordon had a heck of a year. He was a three point assassin. I mean, all three of them are good. I also like really like Iggy. I don't like his team necessarily, but I like him. Yeah. Because he's cute to I'm look at. I'm an Iggy at. fan. Um, I'm... And also he's a good player, but he's also pretty to look he's at. A, he's a he's, good player. He's a good looker. I'm biased, so I'm not going to go with the Warriors pick. It's just, I just Okay, can't. you don't want to do it? That's fine. I That's can't. Fair. If Draymond and Iggy both get awards this year... Oh, you know, year, you're right. I won't sleep at night you're for right. a week. That's, um, that's a long time for you. You like your sleep. I love my sleep. Eight hours, solid. <laughs> um, Eric... <laughs> It, I feel like has been in this league on uh, several teams and made really... He's a valued player <coughs> that other players talk about wanting to play with, like having him on your team because he's that he's guy. Yeah. Yeah, and but he's finally found a place in Houston where he's utilized mm. really well. And he just steps in and makes key plays when it matters. Um, but Lou Williams, man, they picked up Lou Williams. The bus family was like, you know what? Let's get Lou Williams in here with this young group mm-hmm. because who's you the know, Bus family? The uh, well, there's Jeannie Bus mm-hmm. who, who is the oversees the Lakers mm-hmm. operations, mm-hmm. and then they just brought in. She made some moves. Mm-hmm. There was Jim Bus, mm-hmm. this the other brother mm-hmm. who was then fired by Jeannie. Mm-hmm. It was a whole messy thing. But she did it for the Lakers. She her heart for the Lakers. <coughs> well, they both did it for the Lakers. All yeah. the family loves the Lakers. Their dad, Doctor Bus. Who is one of, if not the most iconic uh, owners in American sports professional franchise history. Mm-hmm. And the guy's just, he had so many winning teams, especially with the Showtime Lakers of the 80s mm. into the early 90s a little bit. Um, so when he passed away, it was a really sad day for Laker Nation. Mm-hmm. Turned it over in a trust to his uh, children, grown children. These are not we children. These are no, fully developed human beings with with businesses and, and, like, a vision for the Laker franchise. But the Lakers fell on some hard times, especially in the later years of Kobe Bryant's career. As of late, 
And then there were rumblings that the son Jim Bus was steering the team in the wrong direction. Yeah. They, people were saying Jeannie Bus isn't strong enough to take away power from her brother. Jeannie, Jeannie is a girl. Jeannie is a girl. And what do girls know about sports, right? Nothing. Why am Clearly. I here? Clearly. Why am I Clearly. here? Clearly. <laughs> it's a game of balls. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no comment. Literally, there's a ball out there. So uh, she eventually, last year, said, you know, enough is enough. And she uh, fired her brother and and took it over and made some decisions that have been, we think, in the right direction for the Lakers organization. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so the team went ahead and said, let's get Lou Williams on. They had just a lot of draft picks Mm -hmm. and young guys. It's a young court. We haven't seen a young Lakers team like this in... Cause it's been a while. It's been. I maybe, even, I don't. I don't even think it's ever really been this young. I would say right before Shaq got there, you had Nick Van Exel, mm. Eddie, Eddie Jones, and uh, Eddie Jones was wearing number twenty five. Then he switched over to number six, and then they drafted this guy Kobe Bryant, and mm. they got Shaquille O'Neal. So right between, right after Magic and Kareem, and James Worthy were all gone right. in the early nineties, and then you had. This period where Shaq was on the Magic. So I think for like three or four years they were young. But since then, Shaq, Kobe, iconic teams. Kobe was there for 19 years. I think it was 19. 20? I think it's 20. 20. It was 20 20. years. It was 20 years. Yeah, he was there for a solid 20. And then, uh, so they got this young core group and they're like, let's bring in Lou Williams because this guy was sixth man of the year. He's a cold-blooded shooter, mm-hmm. too. He gets a little streaky, but, like, Lou Williams is fearless. So right. you put him on the team. He was averaging, like, 23 points a game. He was their leading scorer by, like, double digits. Right. And then they traded him because he had value mm-hmm. to the Houston Rockets. They got some people in uh, return. Uh, but then Lou went to the Rockets, and he fit in with their three-point shooting team very yeah. well. So Lou, Lou had a great season for two teams. He was just super valuable. I like him. I like Eric Gordon. And they both are in Houston currently. They're both in Houston. We, I think it's going to go to one of those Rockets. I really, I'm okay Iggy, with that. Iggy's had a great season, but... I'm okay with it. You all can't win everything. Right. I'm, I'm okay with it. Chill I'm totally Golden State. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally down with that. Um, let's go to our final recipient uh, category. Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Bri, how many rookies can you name this year? Not many. I can name one. Yeah. I mean, he's I not even a true rookie. Nope. We're all talking about Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. The process. Mm-hmm. The man who was drafted something like two years ago yep. has gone through several injuries, as one does when they're a Philadelphia Sixers draft pick. <laughs> it just seems to be in the water. That I don't is so know. true. I don't know. It's happened to three of their top three picks recently yeah. so I don't I don't know what happens there but bad juju something Joel stepped in this year for all of 31 games and averaged like 20 and 10 yeah he was a force some double doubles he was a force like he honestly had shades I looked at him and thought of Elijah Wan or Patrick Ewing Oh. Like his, his frame, his athleticism, yeah. like younger versions. Of, yeah, yeah, I can totally see his, that. And his agility, his footwork, um, and his size. I just thought, man, this guy could go next level right. before you know it. Right. But then he got hurt again. Right. So the question most people are asking from the journalism right. cohort is, can we really give a Rookie of the Year award to a, to a guy who 31 was... games? 
We can. It sound, It looks on, like we're going to. On this podcast, you can. <laughs> and we think you should, because we can't think of anyone else right. who deserves it. They had a fine rookie class. You had um, uh, from the Lakers, oh, Long Arms, Slim Reaper, Ingram, oh, Brandon Ingram. Yeah, Brandon Ingram. Bra- Brandon Ingram did... Uh, Good work for the Lakers in his first year, but his numbers just weren't. Like, yeah, what compared Joel's. to compared to his. Yeah, yeah no. and Ben Simmons would have been, I think, outstanding. He's a great passer, good shooter, but again, he plays for the Sixers and he was injured all of this year, so he's going to. Something's shirt. in the water in Philadelphia. It's the curse of something. I don't know what it is. I don't know if our our Philadelphia fans. Let us know what it is. But you um, might know. But yeah, Joel Embiid. Let's let's throw it his way. All right. Let's switch over to the the stuff to this, happening now. Yeah. So you want to go west to east again? You want to go? Uh, I feel like more interesting stuff's happening in the west. Really? Oh yes, it is. Let's do Cavs wraps. Okay. So Raptors fold in four. Are you yeah. surprised? No, I said it was going to be this. Yeah. We talked we about it. it. I yeah. called it. We were. We both called it. We were like, not. I'm I like, had no faith. No yeah, faith. I, I was like, it could maybe go five. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. if the Raptors got like the fourth game, but they didn't. No, it involved and DeRozan was great season. Yeah, he was. He did well, and it didn't help that Kyle Lowry was hurt. <coughs> yeah. So, you know, Raptors, good show of it this year. Not your time, but yeah. Uh, maybe next year. Maybe a solid core next year coming back. You could do some things. Um, I thought. What was interesting is everybody was doubting on the Cavs mm-hmm. before this play. Are they going to get it together? Right, they, right. They've swept two, all of their two yeah, series. Yeah. <laughs> so, Very similar to someone in the West. Which we'll get to mm-hmm. because they had some thoughts about the Cavaliers. Oh, God. <laughs> Constant occurrence on this show. Uh-huh. Um, but I do want to point out the phenomenon that is LeBron James consistently. Uh-huh. If you will, for a moment... Uh, Notice that this guy is averaging 35 points a game through this series. Uh-huh. He did. 35 points a game. Mm-hmm. You know where that has positioned him? Uh-huh. He is now. I know what you're going to say. He is now somewhere. I don't want to hear it. Somewhere in the ballpark. I hate this. Of 140 points. I hate everything. Behind. I hate it. This guy named. I don't say it. Michael Jeffrey Jordan for <sighs> all-time career playoff <laughs> points. How do you feel about that? You know how I feel. Yeah? I just put it into words. Like I don't want to say it. <laughs> I feel a lot of feelings. <laughs> the guy that you... You know what? Yeah. I, can be, I can be a rational person and say... I, w- I would be very happy for him. Mm. He has <clears throat> made it to... Well, he will, I think, make it to... Um, to as many finals as he has. <coughs> excuse excuse mm-hmm. me, the coughing, by the way. You had a, I'm still getting over my cold. She's drinking that cumin water, though. I have to. Doesn't seem to be helping. No, I'm just drinking regular water now. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I wish him the best. He's going to pass Michael, and I'm going to feel some kind of way about it. Just like I did when Kobe passed mm-hmm. Michael. He's going to do it in the next series. I know. That's amazing. Because he only it's, needs 35 points a like, game over four games. Again, I respect him as a player. I think he's amazing. He's 32. I know. It's he has <laughs> several more years ahead of him. He's going to he's going to be the first player. Dig this. At the end of this playoff series, uh-huh. he's likely going to be the first player to record 6,000 career playoff points. That's the disgusting. only, the first and only. 
So me of so the sad. six of the six players who have, I'm looking at it right now. Six players yeah. have five thousand or more career playoff points. They are Tim Duncan and Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and then Michael Jordan and LeBron. Yeah. So <coughs> of these six, the one who did it with the least amount of games was Michael Jordan with 179. And then provided LeBron gets all of his within the next nine games, which he will, he'll be the second quickest to it. Ugh. This guy is a... We, He's a beast. He came in as this high school kid that everyone's like, will he be great? The question is answered. This guy is <laughs> he the... He is great. In terms of playoff performance. He's great. He could be arguably the best. I mean, the best... Uh, it's, it depends on your metric, right. but... Yeah, I mean, I, for me, the best will always be Michael Jordan. Very, you're, go, you're hanging on the rings thing. I. It's not even just the rings. I mean, yes, the rings, but I think there's. A, I mean, it's just I just don't want my childhood to die. I think that's that's why. I, I mean, this is incredibly dramatic for me, but I just don't want my childhood to die. And I also just thought this was interesting. Uh, I'm just looking at these uh-huh. stats yeah. across this landofbasketball.com. This right. is what we're looking. I'm just looking across their breakdowns of mm-hmm. field goals attempted and made. <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar made three, uh, uh, four three-point attempts and missed all of them. <laughs> um, such a Sha- different, just a, such a different time. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. Zero for zero. He didn't even try. He's, <laughs> he, like, he's like, I can barely do a free throw. <laughs> I'm going to do 5,000 points the, the old-fashioned way. Duncan. Good job. Good job. So anyway, that's where we are with so um, calf history. So the yeah. swept and LeBron's on the verge of history. Celts and Wizards. So I watched the game yesterday. Uh, the Celtics are up 3-2. Three, three, um, right? 3-2. They're, yeah, game yeah, five. Yeah. Um, the Wizards did not show up. I was like, hello, do you guys know that this is the playoffs? That you guys are vying for the finals for the East? Like, that, was, are you, that was rough. Like, it was a, it was, I did not watch the whole game because I was like, I need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And also, this is very boring. I was hoping personally that there would be a scuffle. A little, a little kerfuffle. A little kerfuffle. A little, a little brouhaha. Yeah, a little, a little <laughs> arms and shoulders, you know, to make me a little happy. Mm. That did not happen. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, the Celtics showed up. They Isaiah mm-hmm. Thomas was a force. Um, again. But Bradley Beal. Or not oh, Bradley yeah. Beal. Not um, Avery Bradley. Yeah. Bradley Beal. Sorry. Yeah. He, um, I mean, Bradley was there, too. He yeah. had some double-digit points. Yeah. But Bra- uh, Avery Bradley was doing his thing on both ends of the court. Yeah. I mean, it, I think, again, it, there's a reason why they're the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Something's clicking for them, and I think I think they might take it this next game. Yeah, no, I, it's they're going back to Washington for so game it, six, it, so it'll be a little harder. But I think they can do it. They have the confidence going. The momentum seems to be in their way. Al Horford, kudos, man, you made a good choice leaving Atlanta this year, mm-hmm. and he stepped into a team that really could use a big man of his caliber. Yeah, and he in the last game, his blocks, rebounds, points. Right. He he was dishing dimes too. Yeah. Like. Horford's everyone really everyone was doing what they needed to do in the Celtics, and that's why they won mm-hmm. by as big of a margin as they did. Yeah. Now, that team is... You look at what the Spurs have <coughs> in the yeah. West. is very similar, th- you think? I think what Brad Stevens has done with the Celtics is very much in that same vein. There's a cultivating of talent. And even though Isaiah Thomas is the star, 
he, it's almost egoless. Oh yeah. Everybody's kind of on board with. We're the winning roles. games. We're yeah. winning games. Yeah, we need Isaiah, but we also need every other player on yeah. this team. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a shared responsibility. So the Celtics, yeah. I hope they don't take the next game. I would love for the Wizards to come back and win this series. I I would rather see Wizards and Cavs, mm-hmm. but I know either way, whoever faces the Cavs, both these teams are scrappy. Oh yeah, they, either of either of the teams could do it. It's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be a fun game. It's gonna be a really fun series for sure. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see. So you think Celtics and six? I think so. Uh fair. Fair assessment. I'm going to hope for Wizards in seven. I think most people are hoping for because it it, it's more exciting. Mm. And I think at one point I did say they, mm. they would go in seven. Mm. But... I don't think... I think most people want the Celtics to win. No. Most of the country hates Boston. Uh, like, I don't love Boston. I'm only really rooting for the Celtics because I like Isaiah Thomas. Are you saying most of the country who are basketball fans? And most of the country just doesn't like Boston. I... Because, like, yeah. I didn't want the Patriots to win the... The Super Bowl, and they did. I think people still like the Celtic brand. I don't know, man. I think people don't know the Wizards brand. It's like who right, are which they? is why, like, how yeah. dare they? Like the Celtics, like, the, like are the good wa- ones. Like the Wizards, like Washington D.C. or Washington State. We'll send out a national poll after this, <laughs> and we'll figure out how people are feeling. Yeah. But anyway, uh, why don't we? Since we mentioned Popovich, why don't we go to the Spurs and Rockets? In the West. So we just finished game <laughs> yeah. six, and there goes the Rocket season. Yeah. They, uh, at, at about the th- two to three minute mark, uh, we were talking about it in the podcast. We saw um, MVP contender yeah. James Harden walk to the bench because... A very it was, somber walk. It was a very somber walk because they were being crushed. By 42 points, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think they ended off to be... It was in the 40 range. As I haven't far as, seen one that bad. That's that's bad. Like, in a second round? Like, that's bad. When's the last time you saw... I don't... I can't recall. I don't remember this. They were... The whole game... And the, the crazy thing was, they didn't have... The Spurs did not have Kawhi Leonard. Right. Or, or Tony, Tony Parker. Parker. And they were in Houston. Yeah. And the and the last game and the last game was incredibly exciting. Right. Um, oh gosh. It was such an exciting game. Talk about that. Yeah. So I watched the last two quarters as I typically tend to do for about all of the NBA playoffs yeah, games you know. for some reason. Um, it was the Spurs could have taken it at the fourth quarter, but there was some miscommunication of where Pau Gasol needed to be as far as um, the post up and where he needed to be. <clears throat> he he should have been an X. He thought he was an O. Yeah, it was it was yeah. you know it was a thing. It happens. And um, it was Mills. Patty, yeah. Patty Mills. Um, See, I thought, I personally thought, in the last seconds they were going to give it to Manu G- Ginobili mm-hmm. because he's he's the one with the experience. He's the one yeah. that can make the shot. You and he's done it in the past. Yeah. But they didn't give it to him. They gave it to Patty Mills, and he did take the shot. But the shot clock ran out. And it literally by a millisecond, uh, and he, he made, made and he made it. It was yeah. a three point shot, and he made it. At that point, you should let's just give it to him because it's just. <laughs> it was a millisecond, but you know, <laughs> rules are rules. <laughs> rules are rules. Ruining the party. Um, and then it was you know they went into overtime, five minutes to play in the overtime. Sudden death. Sudden death, essentially. Well, it's not super sudden death, but because yeah. if you tie again, you can go to second overtime. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. So it's like. 
Just whoever gets the most points. Yeah. <laughs> the death is close. <laughs> so get into it. Um, and so, again, really exciting game because James Harden had three turnovers. In those five minutes. In those five minutes. Yeah. At, in the, and it was like, <sighs> I was like, what is going on? And, and the turnovers weren't like, they were sloppy. They were all sloppy turnovers. Mm. They were not, the, people weren't looking. He, like, it was, and it was all his, like, and I hate saying this, it was his fault. Yeah. It was him not paying attention. It was him. People said he past, got fatigued. They it, thought he got tired. I, I, and it. He plays awesome. a lot of minutes. You, totally. You, we, uh, we've <clears throat> talked a lot about Westbrook being the better of the two. But he's for the had MVP. less minutes. Yeah, less yeah. minutes. But I think, I don't want people to misunderstand and think I don't like Harden. I really like Harden. Yeah. I think he's a great player. Right. I think he's uh, a good ambassador for the league. And his his first signature shoe came out this year, and it's pretty fire. Yeah. I, I don't know. I had to really tell myself why I should buy that shoe. I need to <laughs> not buy a lot of shoes. You, sh- you can. But he has some good... He, all around, he's had a great season. But that Absolutely. last game, when it mattered... The last yeah, two games... it was a games, different him. It was a different... Even, like... Party. So we've been recording this during the game, and the game's obviously done. While we were watching, I was just like, what the hell is he doing? His Where body is, language was off. He was off. Something psyched him out. And I think that over time, psyched him out, and mm. then got to his head. And that was yeah. two days ago. It wasn't yesterday. It was two days ago that game happened. I, yeah, it's hard to be the superstar to that level of excellence and then feel like you lost it for your team. Yeah. In the last game. There's so, so much responsibility that you take. I can't. I can only imagine. He probably has a lot of anxiety still carrying over from the last game. Absolutely. Yeah, and those turnovers he had tonight, some of those, I was like, he had five. In he the, had five tur- turnovers in the same time he had five points. Yeah, and, and it was, it was the, he had, he did not even shoot. The ball when the I, first quarter. Yeah, when I checked the box score, he was two for eight for with ten points in the Jeez. fourth. And this is a guy and who averaged like twenty nine points a game. So this something was off. Something yeah. was off with him. And I'm curious to see what the post game like interviews are gonna look like uh, for him. I yeah, I wanna see what his tone is, what his yeah. body language is. I still remember that series, I forget who he was playing, but he was in he was in Houston, uh-huh. and he was having a little shaky mm-hmm. performance that series, and then he turned it around one game right. and really closed it out right. clutch. And the reporter asked him, what did it? What was the change? Right. And he said, Kevin Durant called me, his former teammate in Oklahoma City, right. called me and reminded me, hey man, you're the best shooting guard in the league. You need to go out there and act like it. I mean, don't we all need... Encouragement. That encouragement. My my fellow friend believes in me. <laughs> right. And thinks I, I should do better. Here. Do better. Right. So I went and out there. And knows that before. I could do better. Yes. He has confidence in me. Right. And so I think James probably after the last series, he's a human being. I think he just needed someone to put a hand on his shoulder and say, no, you got this. Right. You're going to be all right. Unless something really... Traumatic. I said to you, I thought he looked like his dog died or something. Yeah. Like, unless something really traumatic happened outside of uh, the and, lines. And we don't know his life. It, it could, like... You don't know James Harden's life? I don't. Unless... Uh, do you have his number? Did you call him? I, not today, but I could Maybe have. that's Maybe that's what it was. You didn't call James Harden. And What's he under crappy... that beard? What's he hiding? <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? I don't know James Harden's life. But I, I hope he uh, takes this loss and looks at it and comes back even stronger next year. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, again, I, I'm not, he's not a sensational player. Like, we've talked about that yeah. <laughs> in the past. Um, but, you know, I, I wish the best for him. But I'm super excited, personally, for 
what the Spurs Let's talk about that. are going to do to the, the Warriors. Warriors, who have finished out <coughs> their series with the Jazz. Yes. They closed it out in four. Yeah. Four games. That's Very all it took. Very similar to the Cavs. Very quick and efficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with Steve Kerr out for medical reasons right. right now. He's got some back issues going on. We hope he's back soon. Yeah. But he's still been contacting the team and giving his input and everything right. like that. Wow. Doing Mike, what he does. Mike Brown coaches from the sideline. But the Warriors didn't need, didn't seem like they needed much influence. They yeah. were just out there in Salt Lake. With the buzzing nightlife, just like <laughs> taking care of business, and uh, well, should we just talk about the post game stuff? Yeah, let's it's not talk even, about that. Like, I mean, what happened? So yeah, let's talk because the game itself, I don't have, I don't have anything to I say about the series because neither of us have watched. Did not ev- watch a any. minute. I didn't watch a second of the, that series. Of either, I haven't even watched it. I haven't even watched. How much the, do you care about the Jazz? I don't. I don't care about the. Which jazz. is really sad, but like okay. When the Jazz, when the Warriors play a team that has not won 60 games, are you interested? No. I don't care. Yeah. So, Draymond Green... I mean, I've seen highlights and stuff, but, like, I haven't really seen the game. Yeah. And even highlights are not that highlighting. Not even... Yeah. Uh, anyway. Draymond Draymond Green (laughs) said... Said... Said a couple of things. Let's let's get into our segment. Things that Draymond Green said. (laughs) Um, He said recently that the Cavs and the... Uh, who they just played the, the Raptors. Raptors series was it's, boring was boring they said it was boring the Cavs swept them and it wasn't close and it was boring have you looked at your series did you see what just happened <laughs> and you were, you beat a team words mean things dude they <laughs> oh my god the Jazz had a lower seed mm-hmm. compared to the Warriors than the Raptors did to the Cavs right. in the East by that metric, uh, by that that starting point, right. it makes sense right. that inevitably, as it was, the Warriors beat the Jazz by right. a larger margin of point difference then, than the Cavs beat the Raptors. Yes, it was not close. Right. I watched maybe some minutes mm-hmm. of the Cavs and Raptors. I've watched mm-hmm. the highlights, of course, but. Right. There were at least two games of the Warriors and Jazz series. I didn't even watch the highlights. Yeah. I could not care less. You're like, you knew, like, every time we've talked about it in this podcast, we've been like, well, the Warriors are going to win, so next. next. Like, we, we know what's happening. We we know, and, and, and there's nothing, there's no, do, like, it's not a, 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 like, jab at your team. It's just. Yeah, you're good. You're, you're a good, good team. So you're a good team, but so it's showing up that way. I would just like some self-awareness, please. Yes, and self-awareness and know what your words mean. You're your the words. pot, and he's the kettle, and mm, let's... Let's let's, uh, let's be better. And they, the reporter asked him about it, and he's, he, you know, he backed away and basically said, that's just my opinion. And he's right to say that. He has a lot of opinions. Like I don't that. like them. <laughs> All of the opinions are real stupid. It's like I said today. I, I said something that was stupid today. I was like, what do I know? I'm just a, a guy with an opinion. <laughs> and that's what we all are yeah. in this game. So whatever. That's fine. He that's... also said, uh, what's his face? Kelly Olenek. That Ke- yeah, Olenek was the a dirty most... Pl- most dirty player. Well, yeah. And the most Irish of the Celtic names <laughs> yes. of any player in history, maybe. <laughs> but he said he was a dirty player because in the last series he set a pick that was arguably... It's a little aggressive pick. Arguably so. I mean, you could make a case that it was just a standard pick. I thought it was a standard pick, but... Whatever. But I see why Kelly... um, (coughs) Uber. Uber was like... Did you call him Uber? 
No, I said Oubre. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kelly Oubre? I know his <laughs> I know his name. I said Oubre. Kelly. Roll the tape. <laughs> Kelly Kelly Oubre uh, f- took offense to the to the uh, pick that was set by Olenek and then charged at him. Right, and it was a really cute it was a tussle. A, as you like the tussles. <laughs> as I like the tussles. They, uh, but he say, Draymond said he was a dirty player. He's like, yeah, he's the dirtiest player. This is also the Kelly Olenek who dislocated Kevin Love's shoulder last year. Or right. two years ago. Yeah. And these are only the things that we've seen caught on camera that have gone to Sports Center or these other platforms. And mm-hmm. so you can see it. But I don't know. Maybe Draymond sees things that we don't see on the court stuff that's not caught right. and this like gets talked about in the league I don't know maybe there is more of a precedence about around this mm-hmm. but all I know is what's on camera and you sir 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 sir, sir. Mr. Green <laughs> sir I would like to draw your, your attention. attention to exhibit A in which you have kicked multiple <laughs> players in the groin including Steven Adams mm-hmm. I believe twice mm. um, he Kicked someone else in the groin last year, too. There were three groin kicks. He was kicking more than the Rockets. This dude belonged in Radio City Music Hall at the rate he was and, going I mean, last the, year. And, and those kicks were not, like, yeah. low. They were nice and high, made contact with... He was punting. Yeah, he was punting. An invisible football. Yeah. I mean, and these guys went to the ground. They crumbled to pieces. Yeah. If, if you... Oh, gosh. I can only imagine. But this guy did this on multiple occasions, and then... Remember when he hit LeBron James in the groin with his hand? Yes, I do. Do you remember when he hit <laughs> James Harden on the wrist that he had just injured? Yes. Draymond! Do you remember the time where he would... Was, is he the one that... <laughs> sorry, I just keep on thinking about this. You, sir! <laughs> sir! When, when Draymond Green um, was at the... He wasn't at the free throw line. He was, you know, around the free throw line uh-huh. when the free throw was being thrown... Um, and he, or maybe it wasn't even a free throw line. It was just at some point, maybe a jump ball or whatever. Uh And he squatted down and he blew into the face or ear of somebody. Lance Stevenson? Was it, wait, was it Lance Stevenson that did that? I can't have you blaming Draymond for Lance Stevenson. Was Was that Lance Stevenson? With the LeBron? With the LeBron? LeBron in Miami? No, this, no, no, no. Okay. Maybe I, I don't know. Okay, maybe I'm maybe I'm in. I don't want to make things. Up. <laughs> I, I want to be real right here, but Draymond. Draymond. Okay. From so what aside I've from seen. aside from what I just said, okay. disregard what I said. But literally, what everything that Alex just said, what the actual f are you talking about? <laughs> you, you sir, you sir are the dirty player, there, honey. There, there is, I'm beyond words for the amount of the lack of self awareness around things like. He's a dirty player, and their series was so boring. I wouldn't have a problem with you talking trash if your trash actually had weight to it. Right. Like, some actual factual... Right, if your trash actually smelled the way that it should be smelling. It smells right. like... It's nothing. It's, it's not trash. It's just... Bleh. You're just <laughs> taking up space. You're just it's, taking <laughs> up... Sp- That's really what my issue is. He's just taking up space. You're just yeah. taking up airtime. To say these asinine things. I mean, the thing is, like, it's it's exciting because people are talking about him. And, sure. you know, I'm sure... I mean, I don't know what his life you is or his what? ego is, but I think he has an ego enough where he he enjoys when people talk about him. You know what? Maybe also, very similar to our president. No, I was just trying not to say it. But, <laughs> like, what we're describing him as is how other people take up news time. Yes! Let me say something that is 
uh, ostentatious and asinine. Com- asinine and completely out of the realm of like reasonable information uh-huh. and just apply some filter to it that in these rose colored glasses that makes it seem like it fits my argument. It's a boring game. Is it? Did you check stats or yeah. like TV ratings yeah. or anything like that? Like, no, I just like I don't like watching that game. But my jazz series, boy, this is fun. Really? Who did you see I, that? I team? don't know anyone that has watched that series. No, no one cares. I haven't watched the jazz since nineteen ninety eight. No, I don't think I've watched. Like even I'm, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, I just like picked that up for. It took me a second. To be real with you, that's probably when same Joe year. Johnson when Joe Johnson went to the Jazz. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's, let's no, get actually, into that. Boozer and Boozer and Darren Williams back in the day, oh, you were fine, Boozer. but I didn't have time for that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So who's the dirty player, please? Like, Boy, bye, Draymond. Draymond, it take several seats. Take all the seats. You're, Every single you know seat. What else? Take it all. You know what else? If you had to guess, do you know what number is on his jersey? What like it's his for, his jersey yeah, number? Yeah. What, what number would you peg him as? What if know. what is he? What number speaks to you when you think of Draymond? I think he thinks he's a twenty three. He wears twenty three. I know. That's I, what kills no, I, me. No, I know he wears. You I'm like, wear, I, that's why I'm like, I think he thinks he's a twenty three. He thinks he's Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. For those of you who don't know, Michael Jordan wore twenty three. In case you didn't know, for a time he did wear forty five, but twenty three. Was Michael Jordan? I'd be surprised if you're listening to this and you don't know Michael Jordan. Where's 23? Maybe. I mean, you don't know people. Actually, lives. shout out to anyone who's probably more interested in the dabbling section <laughs> who's still with us on the dribbling portion. You're the real MVP. <laughs> Our uh, dribbling section was like 30 minutes long and this is like an hour. <laughs> we're going in. We're going in. Draymond wears 23 because he thinks he's in the same class as the GOAT. So I wonder if... I wonder if... Okay. Like... Thinking about the Ball family yeah. and how um, reckless they are with... Mm-hmm. Not they. The father, LeVar Ball, is with I, his words. I'm um, only letting Lonzo off because he's 18. And he's not and saying I, anything. And his father should know better. I'm not saying he yeah. agrees with what his father says. Right. I just think he's too young to take uh, issue with it. Yeah. I know. Um, I wonder if they were ever on the same team or just like what that would look like. like LeVar La- and Draymond? Yeah. Like, if Lonzo went to a team that had a Draymond-like person who was... I mean, there's no other Draymond other than Draymond. I just wonder what... Like, that would just be fun to see explode. It would be so entertaining. You know... In a way that would make my brain hurt. Do you know... What I find interesting is... You know who makes sense of the world oftentimes? Uh-huh. Children. <laughs> Yes. You know how children say the most it's, profound things? Yeah, because like, they're so innocent. And just, so, yeah. They see things in the world as very simple. Yeah. They're like, why Because it actually is. Be kind to people or love one another <laughs> yeah. and, you And know, don't be dicks to each say other. Say sorry when you hurt someone's feelings. Like, things that, that make sense. I would love to see Draymond Green write a children's book. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. All right. Draymond. If oh. that happens, can we get some, like, residual check or something? What would that for... book be called? <laughs> what is the... How to... Groining through life. <laughs> groining through life. <laughs> groining pains. Draymond's <laughs> like, uh, first children's book bestseller. <laughs> groining pains. God. 
But, uh, Too funny. <laughs> this guy. Um, so thank you for the entertainment. We really do appreciate it, Draymond. As do much we as we as much as we as you like, why would we be talking about the Warriors and Jazz series if not for you? We that's, would care actually that's so true. We just we literally would say little. we'd say like, yeah, they swept him. Okay, next. Steph, Which is what we've been doing. Yeah. Steph Curry is not a, a lightning rod for yeah. news. Neither is Clay drinking. The Coors Lights after games, just Ugh. chilling out. Ew. Um, and Iggy's not, none of those players really cause a, a I mean, rumble. Yeah, KD doesn't. They're all just no. you Ray know. Mild mannered until you get to Draymond Green, and he's down he, there making. He's, he's the wild card. He's the one that makes their team a little spicy. He is. Otherwise, it'd be super boring. <laughs> so you know what? Going into all right. So what do we have here? We have Warriors coming out of the West. We have Spurs coming out of the West. We have. Cavs coming out of the East, and uh, also the Wizards, Celtics still trying to figure themselves out. So the potential is we're going to have Spurs, Warriors, right. Cavs, and some other matchup. Right. The way the Celtics and Wizards are chipping with each other, I'm excited to see what they do with the Cavs. Right. The way the uh, Draymond and the you know sparks that fire with them, mm-hmm. I would love to see a trilogy right. of the Cavs, Warriors, because Draymond would make it. Right, because he'll a, just k- start kicking people in the groin again. Yeah, because KD, <laughs> KD will not say anything no. counter to LeBron. LeBron respects KD. Yeah. Um, and the, I think for the most part, there's a lot of mutual respect between the teams. Some gentlemanly uh, respect. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. Until you get to Draymond, and he just... He just says... Could not be right. less thrilled about that. It so would just... We'll if, they, if they go to the finals, if it ends up being um, Golden State and... The Cavs. Yeah. It's just not exciting to me. It's not as exciting to me if as if it was the Spurs and the Cavs. Why? I don't know. I just want the Spurs to really beat the crap out of We the really State. just don't like the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, I just, <laughs> really, I just really want the Spurs to crush the Warriors. I do, too. And we have friends who are big Warriors fans. We do. And They're from California. They're from California. They have to be. They don't have to be. I mean, do you feel some kind of way? Question for you. Oh, I know, I know where you're gonna go. Ask it. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Do you feel some kind of way when someone was born and raised or raised uh-huh. in a city that has a sports team, uh-huh. and that person doesn't root for that sports team? They root for another state's sports team. They actually like don't even like their sports team. I thought you were gonna go somewhere else with that. Where did you think I was gonna go? Do our friends. Uh, root for the Golden State Warriors mostly because they're good now. Oh, I mean, sure. I mean, I think that exists yes. too. And I, I, I'm like, you no, weren't I'm, with them when Baron Davis, yeah, where, where, Stephen where, Jackson, where, where were you? Monte Ellis were doing their thing as yeah, best they could. Right. You know, uh, come on. Anyway, no, um, I was just talking. This is like I, completely I don't separate. feel. I feel like it depends on your reasoning. So if somebody is from. New York. Mm-hmm. I've met someone like this from New York and roots for the Miami Dolphins. Why? Yes. Why? Because Grandpa was from Miami and he was a Dolphins fan. That's I'm okay with that. I don't care. Yeah, that's fine. That's I'm a okay lineage that. thing. Lineage. I get that. Like same Pittsburgh Steeler fans are all over the world. Uh, yeah. Family. Yeah. Right. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with lineage. That kind of a thing, because I think there's purpose behind it. Mm-hmm. There's like there's a personal connection. There's a personal connection. There's yeah. something, and that's I think that's great. I have no problem with that. What do you have an issue with? I have an issue with born and raised in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe your like your whole family's from New York. Everyone in your family roots for the Knicks. Yeah, but you're like, no, I'm a Miami Heat fan. 
But you don't know the reasoning behind that? Their reasoning is behind they just don't like the Knicks. And they actually loved Miami because of LeBron's time there and things like that. And still is a Miami Heat fan. I'm saying this because I dated someone like this. Oh, okay. And it made me not trust him very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so quickly. I was just like, oh. Like, Uh. like if I were to have a child, right? (laughs) If I were to have a child with this person... I would want my child to either like love all the Chicago teams, which, but I don't expect that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want them to love the the New York teams, whatever it may be, because I live in New York. Okay, that's it. Speaks it almost speaks to their lack of loyalty. Yes, it's I don't <laughs> trust that you will be loyal to me. It's like, but who are we to say like you should be loyal to the team you're born into? But here's the thing, if unless if you it, have the reason of, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with this. If I were uh, growing up as a fan during the time when Shaq and Kobe mm-hmm. were at their zenith. Mm-hmm. That's a good use of zenith, by the way. Continue. Word of the day. Word of the day. <laughs> but I also acknowledged that they had some problematic players on that team. Sure. And I could not like the Lakers because of Rick Fox. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just like, I'm looking because Rick Fox now has an acting career and it's just very funny to me. Which is good. He's yeah. a very good yeah, actor. But at the time, I didn't care for him as a player. Mm-hmm. If my disdain for Rick Fox and his dirtiness outweighed and also looked at the friction, yeah, Shaq and Kobe were a dynamic duo of legendary proportion. Right. But if the bickering and the sideline stuff got to me enough, because maybe my... My outlook on life is one where every personal relationship matters to me, and my right. family, and my friends, and my community is all key, and I see, like, the selfish ego thing going sure. on. I might be put off by the current team and look at someone, like, at the time, the Sacramento Kings, mm-hmm. who had Weber and this, mm-hmm. like, Dishon Diamond, Jason right. Williams, and then went out to, like, Mike Bibby came right. in and did that, and then Vladdy Divac. And you put together this hodgepodge of guys who are from the small farming community. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sacramento's a city, but like right. around the surrounding area. Right. Um, if I looked at that team of scrappers mm-hmm. who were trying to beat the big boss Lakers, mm-hmm. I would have been, me personally, a fan of the Sacramento Kings. Even if I grew up in L.A., I might have respected the Sacramento Kings more. Now, in L.A., to be not a Lakers fan, I understand, would probably be hazardous to your health. <laughs> right. I mean, you also have the Clippers, so that, I mean, you have other... Yeah. Now you do, like, in yeah. prior to... As long as someone Lakers. had a really well-constructed reason why. But to say, no, like, but, I just well, don't you, I just don't like the Knicks because no, my like, family likes the Knicks is not good enough for me. Well, it's not even that. Like, what you're talking about is what I think a lot of people, um, I think, feel. Like, I'm a diehard Chicago Bulls fan. Mm-hmm. Diehard. They can be garbage and they can be yeah. like gold and I will love them. I will proudly wear their jerseys to games that they're not even playing in. You've seen me do this. Yeah. <laughs> At like, yeah, yeah. I've done this. In, I'm a proud Chicago Bulls fan. You talk about that. Okay. But, but, that doesn't mean I don't respect the Cavs. It doesn't mean I don't, right. like, don't think the Pacers are going to be an interesting team next year. Like, it doesn't mean that I don't have respect and watch and, like, root the best. Like, clearly the Bulls are not in the playoffs, I mean, anymore. And so I can, I can, I can root for the Cavs. I can root for the mm-hmm. Celtics and wish the best for them. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when your allegiance, when you have, when you grew up 
with the Knicks all around you, or you grew up with the like, Chicago Bulls all mm-hmm. around you, but you're just like, I just want to be different. That, okay, that's yeah, one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like one thing. And I'm just you like, know, all right, that's a, like I don't need you to be different to be different. different. Like I'm just like, okay, that's one <sighs> thing. But then the other thing is like, no, they're a crappy team. So like now I'm like jumping ship and going somewhere else. I'm like, no, that means when this relationship is hard, Dang. you're gonna jump ship. Dang. That's what that means. Dang, this dude, I would have if I had known this was going on and this this. I, this I assume a, I know a, this person, but. I have we no 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 you don't know you this, person. this person this is okay. this is like a recent date that I had that like okay. clearly there's no more this, dates be- this person yeah no dates would be had after that conversation just because I mean there was other reasons why I don't have other dates with I would him, assume but, yes. but that's a microcosm that that conversation no that that like played out in other ways and yes. I was just like oh. I just want to be different it's people who just want to be different for the sake yeah. of being different but you don't this have any is- content behind it like why so like Draymond Green like why are you being so extra and different uh, I don't know I think, I think he actually. He actually believes this thing's coming he out of his totally mouth, He totally believes it. <laughs> this person who hasn't put much thought to, I just want to be different. Like, okay, what does that do? What's the next level? You being not a Knicks fan makes you different in what way that matters. It doesn't. It does not matter. Right. Sports is one of the areas well, he, he, where... And he specifically was, like, pissed because, like, it's being, like, managed poorly and I'm, like, done with it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just oh, like... Oh, you didn't say that. Like, he Did he mention James Dolan? I mean... Yes, but like that, but he also jumped ship before all of this nonsense okay, happened. Okay, then yeah, yeah, not like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like it was more like also it's it's like a, it's like a pretty crappy way that they're being managed right now, and I'm just like, okay, I, but you jumped ship like, couple <laughs> like several years ago before yeah, yeah, that yeah. even was the conversation. What did you do when the Bulls dynasty ended in '98? I, I I still went to games. I still watched. Still went to games and watched, even though they had like. They were bad. Yeah. And they had, um, but they were I watched it on rising. WGN, Channel WGN? 9. Sure. Channel Local 9 Because they weren't on NBC. No, anymore. they weren't. But you I watched it on WGN, Channel 9, or UPN 50, depending the, on the day. We call that <laughs> uh, the WTF period of mm-hmm. the NBA. As soon as Michael and the dynasty ended. It was weird. It was a weird. Who is in charge? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> like, who is doing the, the theme <laughs> song? <laughs> Wait, why is this song for the people? Pacers game. <laughs> you can't take the Bulls This is referencing our first our first episode ever. We had to watch people like the Pistons and the Magic play. And, and it was weird. Like, What's going on? But like, but the, there's loyalty, right? And so like, I just feel some kind of way about it. I don't know why I just wanted to well, bring you, this up, but it was were, like recent. you You grew up in Chicago, so you had a team you were born into geographically. Right. I grew up in St. Louis. We didn't have a basketball team. Right. So I had to, I mean... But but a different way of thinking about it, like if you were from St. Louis, mm-hmm, which you are, mm-hmm. and you're like I'm a Cubs fan, a Chicago Cubs fan, the baseball God team, and not a Cardinals really. fan, like I am as a Cubs fan telling you, I would not respect you. No, I would I, not want you in my tribe. Yeah, I would. You, I would be. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm sorry. Do you know anything? But you know what? I'll counter that because there are people. Who are Cubs fans and Cards fans are different. So if a Cardinals Cardinal Nation is wide, yes, it and, is because it, it kind of encompasses a lot of a lot of the Midwest right. in a lot of way, yeah. and it can be fairly <coughs> deep in sentiment. And so, because we have Cards fans in Illinois, like just yeah, because of, yeah. Illinois, I don't care, I don't mind Illinois about that. I don't and mind Indiana that. across that whole like Midwest belt. Um, we have a lot of that. If someone from Minnesota, mm-hmm. Minneapolis, was like. Yeah, I'm not a Twins fan just because their history is uh, Kirby, 
and that's it. And we've been inside a dome most of our time, mm-hmm. and it just never resonated with me. But the Cardinals have always been, like, the Midwest strong team, mm-hmm. and I've liked Pujols, and, like, they can name, like, Ozzie Smith and all these players from past glory. If you can prove... It's almost like you need to prove to me... Like, okay, I can get... I can I can be okay with that. If your team is a lesser team in an area that's, like, a smaller franchise... And, like, you grew up in that, I get that. The Yankees fans are everywhere. You There's know, Yankees like, fans everywhere. They just love the NY and the mm-hmm. pinstripes. Yeah. You know? It's okay. very classic look. Yeah, sometimes that... It's very, it's very like, baseball-y. If yeah. the Knicks were a better franchise, your... The date you had would have probably been a Knicks fan. If that team, since Patrick Ewing, that team has not been competitive. Right. But I don't know, man. This, it was, it was a weird day. Well, how do you feel about people who just are in general are not into basketball? The NBA. As like, as like someone who I'm dating or You're just You're on general? a date and uh-huh. someone is not into basketball. What goes through your mind? When you're thinking, is, could this work? Oh, what I do. <laughs> I do. So this is how to date Bri one-on-one. Um, ooh. I'm trying to think past of guys you I've have dated. Th- you've dated guys who don't aren't into sports as much as you are. Right. Ugh, I know, and it's always interesting. It would be, I mean, it's... It's a value of mine. <laughs> so if you don't, if you don't have it, it's weird. No, I, most of the guys I dated have liked basketball. Maybe they're not as into it as I am, as far as like mm-hmm. how like deeply I like th- talk about mm-hmm. you know things. Maybe not as deep. Like like you're like super into it. Like you have like stats like memorized. Where I'm just like I'll just Google it and figure it out. Um, to the point where I'm like, doesn't everybody do this? <laughs> no, it's just you, boo. Yeah. It is just you. Yeah. It um, is. Yeah, no, it would be hard for me to date someone who had, like, no interest in sports at all. I would need for you to at least enjoy coming to the game or, like, Mm. watching a game with me. Because I've also, like, dated people where, like, we would have an argument and there's a game playing and Mm. I would pause the argument because I want to watch the rest of the game. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, okay, we have to talk about this at a different day and time. I need to watch this game and I need you to sit down and watch this game with me. And And usually they want to also watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because... They also want to watch the game. Sure, I hope so. Um, yeah. I think it's it is a value. Yeah, because as soon as I, I enjoy, find out, yeah, that someone is not into. Well, I've dated people who are not competitive. Sure, they don't like sports because they're not competitive by nature. Right, and there's the uh, stereotype of people who are competitive who are like ruining family reunions of because the they're obnoxious. Yeah. yeah, because they just want to win and they don't care about and they scream else. at everybody. Yeah, you could be a real <laughs> asshole if you're too competitive. Yeah, um, you're just you're holding the bat the wrong way. <laughs> She's six. Can we please? Um, but if you are not competitive to the point where like when I go into the arena that is Jenga. Yeah. At a at a get together. Yeah. Or we're playing Monopoly. I just or want you to get into it. I just want you to get into it to a healthy level. That's the same here. But if you are distracted yeah. by anything else going on in the room and you're not if we're playing spades mm-hmm. and I need a partner, I need you to be my you I need you to be my solid rock right. across the table from me. Right. You gotta if, do your part. If we need to just like on the low, kind of like 
mouth cards to one another. Right. We need to be discreet. I need you to be in on that. I you need know? you to be in on cheating. I need when to... you need when it comes to games and being competitive. But it needs to look like sportsmanship, you know? <laughs> and no one's feelings get hurt. Yeah. You just have a good time. Um, but when there's people who are like, Spades, I don't want to play that. Or Monopoly, like, eh, let's go. Uh, Man, like, Monopoly's so fun. Let's go do anything else but, like, play a game. Like, no, I want you to be down for the cause. Down but for I the dated, cause. I dated one person who was as into sports as me. Uh-huh. And it was, it was like... It was like next level connection. Wow. <laughs> it was like, I was like, that's pretty good. Wait, wait. And in New York, especially, we see a lot of people who are not interested in sports. Right. We should be interested in so many other things. Right. I mean, because we have a hodgepodge of people. Yeah. And I date women and women primarily in our American society don't. Of, of professional sports. Right. You don't see a lot of women's leagues and I think a lot of women who are interested in male sports. Right. And the thing, and for me, I get the. When I say that I'm into sports... Oh, yeah, guys' eyebrow, their eyebrows go way up. Yeah, because they're just... Because either they're like, okay, that's cute. Like, oh, you're yeah. not you're not really into sports. She likes I, going to games and right, dressing up. Right, but I'm just like, no, I'm wearing the jersey. You know more than they do, most of the time. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, it comes to... It's always, like, very interesting when I'm just like, no, I, like, I know the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I know football. I've, I've yeah. won... I've won my fantasy leagues a couple of years in a yeah, row. You, I'm yeah. like, I'm like really good. Multiple leagues. Yeah. Multiple leagues. I'm, I know baseball. Mm-hmm. I usually just watch like the playoffs, like most yeah. people in baseball. Base, yeah, baseball. I know hockey. I, I know, I know basketball. So like you're, I, I'm not just a girl who likes sports. Like in my dating profile, I even said, I'm not just the kind of girl who just likes sports to say that. I, I actually like mm-hmm. sports. Yeah, no, it's, it's a legit character trait and a value because what does sports do it brings sports, people together it brings people together but it also speaks to loyalty we mm-hmm. said that earlier and ability an ability to commit mm-hmm. which is hard sometimes especially for some boys out there that's why i want to date some men instead of some boys who shave continue gotta get it together <laughs> um it, it speaks to uh <coughs> determination and perseverance. Yeah. When thing when and some when ad, resilience. When maybe. adversity hits, yeah. How are you going to respond? Right. And the kind What's, of team that you follow and right. the players you look at speaks As, to right. Yeah. If someone told me like, man, Draymond Green is the best player out there. He's one of my favorite players. I'm going to be like, that all right. Person, so can we have a to the check, please? I'd be so beyond that person. I'd be like, I, I'm sorry, my, my friend Alex is calling me. Who's that? Like Draymond Green. Oh uh, gosh. I'm like friend. Gonna gonna leave. <laughs> Because this is terrible. If someone ever said that to me, I would be like, bye. If someone was a Knicks fan and their favorite player was John Starks, I would just... That's... I would have... I have so many questions. I would have so many questions. I'd be like, why? Why? <laughs> what? 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 First question. Why? why? What are you doing? What do you uh, mean? Why is that the case? Is that like a metaphor? I don't understand. Is it? Like, what do you mean? Are you a Are you a dirty person? Right. I'm very confused. That um, is the, that is like the I don't know Star Wars very well, but that's like Darth Maul to me. Hmm. I I think that's a bad guy. Darth Vader. Well, I think there's a Maul too. There's like I also Darth, don't know Star there's Wars. Darth. We should watch. We Star should Wars. not. You know what? <laughs> we, should we should not should talk really... about things we don't know. What episode are they on now? I don't know. Like I have one, two, and three, or like. Four, five, and six. I have that. I never got into Star Wars because I just felt like. But I think I would like Star Wars. 
I only watched I the first one. I didn't like space movies as a kid. But you like Space Jam. That was the first time I liked a space movie. We we have brought up Space Jam every episode. Yeah, it's it's a hallmark. That's what we do. Robbed of the Oscar. I would just say though, <laughs> uh, having to what you were saying earlier, having women who enjoy sports. It's hot. To that, it's hot. I don't like going to games as much. I will go to games if a community of people are going to the games. Mm-hmm. But I really just like watching the competition happen mm-hmm. and having a score in front of me to just keep I went to Madison Square Garden not too long ago to watch a Knicks game Knicks and wait Raptors. what you knew about this oh yes and I yelled at you because I wanted That's to go right. <laughs> I was <laughs> like what the hell what do you mean you couldn't come with me it was a situation Bri wasn't invited oh um, oh yes I guess I remember this yeah time. continue yeah, yeah sorry it took me a second so we went to this Knicks game and watched the Raptors play and they whooped them. They whooped the Knicks because that is but the nature that's of the Knicks. What, that's the nature of the curse of the Knicks. So you watch, and it's at the the peak of like, this is right after the Charles Oakley, James Dolan Ugh. thing. No one has confidence in him or Phil. Right. And Mello's out there, and people are like cheering for Mello. Right. Team Mello. So he, uh, but I'm watching this game up here in the higher seats. Right. I cannot see them as well as right. on my TV. Right. And after the game, I got to work through a crowd of people. To get out. To get out into the streets and get back home. Mm-hmm. I It's one of those things, basketball is my true heart and joy, but I would just as happily watch it on TV. Oh, yeah. I I mean, that's, that's one of my favorite things to do is hosting something at my place and mm-hmm. watching a game of people who want to watch the game. Who want and, to watch the game. Right, because then there's other people who are like, don't want to watch the game, and nah, I'm like, ugh. Don't come over. But anyway, I think loyalty means a lot of things, so like... You'll never see me falter in my love and loyalty for my Chicago Bulls, my Cubs. I'm not a White Sox fan. Get yeah, that straight. Yeah, of course. Uh, my Blackhawks, my Bears. And, you know, some of them have sucked majorly. And some of them, And some of them have done better in the years and, you know, beat curses yeah. um, and things of that nature. Y'all did well recently. Yes, quite recently. I mean, I named my dog Wrigley, which is like, come on, <laughs> like. How much more loyal can I be? Who is playing dead and sleeping underneath Alex right now? Yeah. I do want to say to the pod- the podcast world mm-hmm. that Wrigley's love for you is making me very jealous. This dog <laughs> is not... I mean, look, what we have is special. Okay, you know, but and I feed him, I clean him, I take him to the doctor. When I... I mean, when I come in to your place... I'm surprised he's there, too. I'm always like, oh, you're here again, too? Man, this is amazing. He's so excited. He's excited to see a lot of people, to, to be fair. He's, like, happy yeah. to see anybody. Yeah. But when he sees you, he's way too happy. And I'll, like, and then he'll, like, sit down, and I'll be talking to him about something. <laughs> and he's just like, okay. And then Alex turns around. It's like, Ray Wrigley. And the tail goes Wagon. on and on. It's like a helicopter. And I'm just like, okay, I get it. <laughs> you love your Uncle Alex, but I need you to love me the same. You're do- I mean, hey, we're we're best buds, <laughs> and uh, this guy and I inseparable, except when I leave here. Except for when you leave, <laughs> he's on you. <laughs> then I take care of. Yeah, him. and then you, you have take a care. good dog situation at this. I point. have a good dog situation <laughs> that this is really training me to not be a parent. Like, um, <laughs> like other people's kids are just as fun. Yeah, you just, I love other people's you, kids. You visit them. Yeah, and then you leave them and alone I, for a while. Yeah. I don't know how we got to all of this. How did we get here? We were talking <laughs> but, about love of sports, Chicago, and Ridley. No, even before that, how did we get here? What were we talking about? Uh, 
We were talking about Draymond. Draymond and the series. And somehow, I mean, I guess I'll listen back and see how we got here at some point. I don't know. It doesn't matter, but we're here. Okay. So, all right. Should we round out with our people? Our dope uh, dope person of the week? Dope person of the week. All right. Do you want to start with yours? (coughs) Yeah, I can do that. Look, this guy... I mentioned earlier, a couple episodes ago, he's my favorite player in the NBA. I acknowledge that King James is the best player in the NBA, Mm -hmm. but my favorite player is his teammate, Kyrie Irving. Mm -hmm. Has been for a while. Not, uh, we'll acknowledge his basketball caliber to start with. He's got the best handles in the game. His ability to handle the rock is vicious. Yeah, it's very good. His crossovers and his like change of direction. Ankle breakers. Oh, he's so. I don't know what he's gonna look like when he loses a step. But while he's still twenty four, twenty five right now, yeah, he's young. He's like shoes. (coughs) I feel like he's so fast; his shoes would melt. Yeah. Like on the court, this guy is lightning quick, and he's, he's not he's, super super tall either. No, he's probably like six two, six three. Yeah. And he can, but his finishes though around the rim, he'll so go. Pretty. He'll go into the paint with reckless abandon. So pretty. And you think he's not gonna make it? No, but he does. He, I mean, he's got this like routine down pat. Since he was a kid, he's been practicing his finishes. But he's clutch too. Like I never worry about like Cavs and late game situations. If you got like, if you're down by two, right? Just give it to this dude. He'll yeah. take care of it. It's fine. He's got that Kobe Bryant study going on. Mm-hmm. Like, he's in t- touch with Kobe Bryant as well mm-hmm. on getting pointers and tips. You think? Oh, I know. Yeah, no, he's been... He, not this year, I think, as much, but in the past, he and Kobe have been in That's conversation. Cool. That's what he said. I'm really proud of Kobe. He's... I'm, like, really... Like, I'm so impressed that that is something that he's doing. We both think Michael Jordan is better than Kobe, I assume. Overall. Yeah, overall, yes. yes. Um, and mine but, is an, ex, ex, an exceptionally irrational reason for why I think that. Yeah, you're aware of it. Yeah. But I would say this. Kobe has done something in his later career that Michael... Would never have done. Would never do. He would not he help still people. Doesn't. Yeah, Michael he, does not help people get better. Yeah, no. Kobe's whole mission at this point is to make people their best selves. Yeah. This is going to... I don't know what Kobe's going to be in five years, but it's going to be something really cool. Yeah. His business model for just helping athletes is going to be incredible. Anyway. So, no, I am a big fan of Kobe and what he's doing for the league. And so... I can't believe I'm saying the same. Kyrie (laughs) is doing uh, that Kobe model of just being heartless when he's out there. And he's a really key contributor for the Cavs. Has been. I think he's also a little bit more efficient than Kobe is, too. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I, I feel like that's what my gut is saying. I don't know what the numbers are, but I feel like he, he is more efficient. Different players in a lot of regards, but yeah. maybe his efficiency is better. Yeah. But I would say beyond that, though, the thing that gets me about Kyrie is the... Um, it goes t- back a ways. Are you going to talk about what yeah. I think you're going to talk about? Yeah. Back a ways when 45 took office... Mm-hmm. People were getting adjusted to this new style of alternative facts. Mm -hmm. And shortly thereafter, this was starting to rumble. Mm -hmm. Word came out in the NBA and beyond it. Like, people were like, there's this guy in the league who thinks that the world is flat. 
I remember I told you, I'm just like, what is going on with your boy, yes. Kyrie? People were ups- And I was like, who? Who said that? It's Kyrie. And I would be like, Kyrie Irving, go talk to your boy. Yeah. What is he doing? I was like, what is that? And so I checked on it. And you look at the way he responds to the questions. Very dry. Mm-hmm. She's like, He has very dry humor, He's He has very dry humor, which mm-hmm. so do I. So that's why when he did that, I was like, oh, I see what you're doing. And he would say it to the camera, but he's also... A younger player who's less open with the media from right. time to time. So they maybe don't know how and to read him He's incredibly like private with the media, though. Yeah. If you catch him on a good day, he's he's good with people. Right. But if you catch him on a day where they've had a bad game, he doesn't give you answers you right. want. And so he told people, yeah, the world's flat, you know? And it's just what it is. I've done some of <laughs> my own research, and uh, yeah. the world's flat. He crafted an answer that was meant to be facetious. Right. And people took it seriously because he's a young athlete. And the thing is, like, he kept on doing that. He though. kept doing it. Yeah, he wouldn't stop. And I thought it was great to watch him play with... The, he does not, and to my belief and knowledge, believe the world is flat. It's a joke. Mm-hmm. And he played that to make... Because there are, there are reputable people that actually believe him. Yeah, no, I, I believe that Because for a while him. I was just like, is... What? Yeah, no. I think his... Maybe delivery was too dry for people yeah. to actually catch on to. I, there was no smirk or smile. Yeah, it was just there needed to be a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. He, a little bit of something to like let people in on the joke. Mm-hmm. But I still applaud him for being one of the only players that I can think of who took some kind of a an issue or stance against the administration to make light of them. Yeah, I think it was more of like his ode to fake news that. Yeah. 45 and his administration continue to mm-hmm. to rap on. It speaks to his political consciousness. Mm-hmm. And if you read anything, there was an article he did with uh, Sports Illustrated mm-hmm. on, this is February 9th of mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. And I read through this thing when it came out. And you just hear about the way that he's, one, inspiring young people mm-hmm. and working toward... Uh, trying to better situations for kids who need it, mm-hmm. but also just the way he goes about living life as someone who's just trying to be a better person and get centered. Like, he's in on... The tattoo he's got is the... Um, I forget what it's called, but there's a hand that is cross-cultural. It's, mm-hmm. like, represented in uh, Judaism mm-hmm. and some other uh, belief structures, mm-hmm. and it's, like, samsara or something. It's something about, like, envy and okay. being... Uh, staying away from envy so mm. that you're you're pure of that kind of jealousy and that sort of thing. And he just really... Th- so tattoos other players might have are like very literal and linear, like basketballs right. and stuff. This guy's getting things that are like cross-cultural uh, symbols and, and signifiers. This guy is just on a deeper level, if you read the article, talking about how he meditates... And how he gets into uh, a flow in his life beyond basketball. Mm-hmm. As crazy as he is as a basketball player, right. I know very few athletes that I've read who think that broadly about their impact on the world. He even mm-hmm. says, like, I don't want to just be a basketball player. My life will extend far beyond that. And so I look forward to seeing... His potential is huge. I look oh, forward yeah. to seeing what he becomes by the end of his career. And so as it stands right now, he's still in the playoffs. He's going to the finals most likely again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that the the kind of leader he's becoming is going to be something to behold. And like I said on the last podcast, I think he's going to be an MVP in the next two years. That's my prediction. All right. His person of the week for that's, me is, that's is a, Kyrie Irving. That's a good dope person of the week. Yeah. Um, 
Though, Kyrie, can you please clarify about your flat world thing? Because there are people looking up to you. So just just be a little bit more clear. Uh, why don't people understand well, not, dry human? We are try. We don't. Not everyone can understand you complex weirdos we just that want we people love to dearly. know we're joking <laughs> what i you rely on with dry here's the thing and i've run into issues with this too mm-hmm. you rely on people giving you the benefit of the doubt he can't possibly believe this that's where the joke is right we have to acknowledge that that's we literally what accepted. i thought like, i think this is a joke i think this is a joke but then i'm like oh, no he keeps on talking about this i don't think this is a joke anymore yeah. no i have said <laughs> things in the past that were clearly like ridiculously irrational right and people brought it up later. We're like, remember that time you said that thing? And you're like, I and was I was joking. like, I was joking. They're like, you didn't smile. <laughs> like, what the hell? Are <laughs> you serious? You like, why would I say anyway? Yes, Kyrie. Maybe every once in a while we need to smirk, man. Just yeah, a little smirk. A little smirk. Yeah, that's funny. Go ahead. What's your person? So Who my person um, is. Actually, I'm going to change up my person. Oh. Uh, I know. Here I go. Whoa. <laughs> my person. Well, my person was going to be Manu Ginobili for being just so badass in the last game. Not just this past game, but the last game. Yeah. Um, he had a monster block and just was making threes when he needed to. Mm-hmm. He's 39 years old. He played way more points, um, more minutes than he did the past two games than he has just because Kawhi was out and all mm-hmm. these different things. So, he, he, yeah. He's still great. I think he's wonderful. But I think because you were talking about smirking, I just realized that my ideal person of the week is going to be Simone Biles. Oh. Okay. (laughs) You're, like, intrigued. Tell me more. Okay, so Simone Biles is in Dancing with the Stars Mm -hmm. right now. And if you don't know who Simone Biles is, she is a a gymnast, an American gymnast, um, one of the most decorated American gymnasts that we've had in the past Olympics. She literally won all gold and, like, one silver. Like, she she's phenomenal. That's um, good. Yeah. Just in, like, many categories. She's Yeah. She's kind of good. She's pretty short. She's she like, is very short. She's, like, four something. She might be four even. She's that short. Let's it's see. like Here, you go ahead and talk. I'll just look it up. Um, so, Simone Biles. Um, so, so, she's currently on Dancing with the Stars. And, um, and doing quite well. Um, she, what? She's four foot nine. Okay. She's four so, foot nine. So she's, she's under five. She's yeah. four foot nine. Yeah. <clears throat> she is, at least there's one person shorter than me, um, out there in the world. That's one. Um, and so anyway, so she is on Dancing with the Stars and there are, um, you know, there are judges that are there that judge you on like your, your style and what you're doing and your, you know, physicality of dancing and dancing, mm-hmm. you know, especially ballroom and anything, any aspect of dancing with the stars. It is actually very hard. It's a very athletic I believe it. sport. Um, and she is incredibly athletic. Like she is incredibly she, strong. She's like 16 medals. Yeah, she's got athletic. a lot of medals. She's she's got a lot of medals. I'm looking at a picture right now of her holding all of the medals. So many medals that it would make your neck break. Right. Like very wow. similar to like uh Michael Phelps. Like yeah. both of them have lots of medals together. And it looks um, like they're all either gold or bronze, but that could also be that I have a blue light filter <laughs> on my computer. That, Actually, let me look at mine. That increases my melatonin so I can sleep at night. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that that was the case. Mhm. Yeah, anyway, so it's mostly all gold, uh, maybe one or two silvers out there um incredible athlete so the last time so i don't watch dancing with the stars at all it's not my yeah, I cup of tea did. i, I don't surprised. i don't okay um but this came up on my feed and i watched this segment so essentially she 
danced beautifully, and the judges uh, critiqued her mm-hmm. pretty harshly, I would say, about... But, again, they're kind of closer to, like, the final, so they are being more harsh in their critique. Gotta be so critical. They, you gotta sure. be critical. Make some decisions. Uh, make some... Because they, the, they want America to make the best decision who's gonna be the Dancing with the Stars Mirrorball champion. Because um, those things mean things. Yo, real talk, though. <laughs> if you're listening and you are a fan of that show... Cool. That means a lot to you, and we respect that. Yeah. It's not... Um, I mean, it's... Whatever you... We're talking about basketball. Right. That's fine. Some yeah. people care about And dancing. dancing is freaking amazing, so, like... I, sure. I, and she did beautifully... Um, anyway, you think she did great. They thought less. Yeah, and again, they're critiquing something that I don't. I'm not an expert at, so I'm like cool with it. Okay. And so, one of the hosts was like, "Oh, you know, when the when the the judges were saying things like Satan critiquing you, you weren't smiling. Like you didn't have any. You didn't smile. And she's one. And she's known for her smile in the gymnastics world. Like mm-hmm. she's she has a beautiful smile. She's a good she, smile. Yeah. And she's very." Um, very like into it mm-hmm. um and so her response was like didn't really say she like kind of smirked and she said smiling doesn't win you gold medals and uh, and i was like oh, in a more like thank you for dropping the mic um yeah. i can't think of how many times women specifically women of color have been said smile baby I don't want to smile. I'll smile when I want to. Ugh. And also you're critiquing me and saying some like pretty critical things about my like ability to do this like dancing thing. I'll smile when I want to smile. And also smiling didn't win me gold medals. My my abilities did. So yeah. for, for that, I want to give shout out to Simone Biles for being just a dope person and uh, calling out the BS for what it is. Hey. I'm scrolling through pictures of Simone Biles, uh-huh. and uh, I'm seeing when she's performing in gymnastics. Yeah, she's not smiling. Yeah, this she's is true. Done. But I'm seeing her with all when these she's medals, done, when and she, she is smiling. Yeah, because <laughs> because she worked hard for getting that right. Fact like, check. All every right. time, every time she lands the you know lands the landing, the dismount, the what whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time she like super smiles is during mm-hmm. like the floor exercise. I was gonna say that the floor part, exercise. She like definitely smiles smile. a lot. That does win you a gold medal, though. <laughs> no, a little bit. It's more of like the the physicality and the and the technique is yeah. what. But if you don't smile during that, and if you're not fun with it, you don't win points. I don't which think which doesn't get you gold medals. Oh my gosh! Can you just give this to the me, please? The fact checking. <laughs> I'm going through. Well, Google Images supports your your story, though. Right. I'm going through and, and seeing uh, consistency in what she's saying. But yeah, and so I know I changed it up, but I I mean Manu's still freaking amazing. We did talk yeah, about sure, it, but, but that's fine. I just think as an uh, it's it's really awesome to highlight oh, some God. female athletes that are out there in this world. Um, and Simone is one of them. I like it. All right. So we've done our dabbling and our dribbling and our dope person of the week portion. We did that. So I think we're about rounding out. Yeah, I feel good about it. So we'll look forward to another week of games Mm -hmm. and we'll be back next week. Yeah. And you know what? We should tell our folks who are listening. Let's tell them. Let's tell, we're going to tell you some things that are, that are, that's kind of exciting. We are now live everywhere, meaning we are on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, and we're on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. You should like, you should subscribe, you should like us, comment, um, whatever. All, you can find us at Dabblin, Dribblin, and on everything. 
Um, so make sure you check us out. Please do. Um, and feel free to like us on Facebook, our Twitter, Instagram, all those things will be there. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram this weekend because we may be doing something kind of fun. Yeah, that'll be good. And we'll maybe stream it a little bit. So And you can see what we look like. Because yeah. I think people are curious what we look like. For those who may not know us. What have we discerned so far? That you're, I'm a Desi you're person. You're a short Indian woman. <laughs> I'm a short Indian woman. I'm mixed. And you're you six my, two. I, I'm not as tall as Jim Comey. You are not, but you are still like six something, right? I'm 5'11". Oh, that's, that's right. Fine. Dang it. That's fine. We've only been friends for four years. <laughs> Whatever. You're taller than me. That's all that matters. I know. You don't know what's happening down there. That's fine. <laughs> Oh, you're a jerk. I love you. Yeah, folks. It's been good. But uh, look out for us in the coming week, and uh, we'll be back next week for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, catch you later. Catch you later.